0: Welcome back to the Castaway Consultants, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game while criticizing current and former players. Today, we are going to be looking back at the post-merge of Season 25 Philippines. I am one of your co-hosts, Josh Wessler, joined today by two other fabulous co-hosts, if I do say so myself, Derek Kubitschek and Ryan Stacy. We are fabulous.
1: Two of the three are fabulous. We'll let you guys decide which one is not. <laughs> Spoiler, uh, it's me. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll sign off on I that
0: I'll agree. I, I said uh, you guys are fabulous. You didn't thanks, say anything man. about me. Josh, <laughs> you know, it's kind Josh, of, you're all right. It, thanks. It,
1: it's, it's kind of like when Zane says, "Like vote me out." Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> is Josh the Zane of the Castaway Consultants? Probably. You decide.
1: Past Josh is the Zane. <laughs> Past Josh is. Past definitely Josh the Zane. is the Zane.
2: <laughs> uh, he is the main antagonist of this podcast. Past <laughs> Josh. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Stacey. I'm a resident Survivor super fan.
1: For those of you who don't know that by now, Survivor Philippines. What a season! I'm excited, uh, and this is Derek Kuback. This was the first time that I had seen the post-merge of Philippines. You know, there are things that I knew when we get into the spoiler section. I'll disclose those right away when we get to that part. But I didn't know how we got there. And let's just say there are certain players in the post-merge of this season that I have grown to have a completely new appreciation for, and I'm excited to talk about that as well. And I think I'm going to end up siding with one of our other co-hosts on this very hotly contested topic within the survivor friend group and uh the other person is officially outnumbered outgunned outmanned uh and you know they can suck it that's just the way it goes sometimes
0: (laughs) it happens it happens it's fine it
1: it happens to the best
0: and the worst of us we'll we'll get we'll get to it (laughs) and josh you are our memorability consultant (laughs) yes i am if you listened along in the in the pre-merge which i hope you all did i first watched this season back in July of 2021. So a grand total of I don't know how many months that ends up being, basically about a year 18, and a half.
2: about 18 yep. yeah. Basically a year and a half.
0: So I am officially only watching the premiere, the merge and the finale episodes here, two of which we're going to be going over. Yep. So the point of this podcast is, we're, you know, there's a lot of Survivor. Season 44
2: starts in less than a month. If you don't have time to watch it all, we're here to tell you which ones you should watch, which ones are must-watch Survivor if you cannot watch every single season like we can. So, gentlemen, we're done with Survivor Philippines. Season 25, smack in the middle of the dark ages. Is Survivor Philippines must-watch Survivor?
1: I'm going to jump in and say, yeah, on an entertainment value alone. Because here's the thing, guys. I, I There's only one season of Survivor now that I haven't seen. It's Caramoan. It's it's the next season. So I'm not sure what there is to learn anymore for the first time because it's all kind of running together to me in this really big Ouroboros of Survivor encyclopediac knowledge. So I'm going to let Ryan speak to the expertise stuff with that from now on because he understands the chronology a lot better than I can. But from an entertainment value yes. From an entertainment perspective, 100%. You got to watch this season. I love the the conclusion of the season. I love the buildup. I love the story arcs. I love almost everything about the post-merge. And I'll just go out and say season 25 in general. So I say yes. Josh? Yeah. I think I ended up saying that the
0: pre-merge was, it wasn't something that I came down too strongly on, but I think the, the post-merge definitely is. You get Kind of a a new development going in in the second half here compared to, you know, any of the previous 24 seasons. So that's cool to see through all the way to the end, regardless of how it turns out. And then not to mention just, you know, some bad gameplay and uh, mismanagement of personalities on the island. Wrap that all together and just a good old classic season of Survivor.
2: Yeah, there's so much good stuff here from an entertainment and just like a learning perspective. There's just tons and tons and tons here. I think Philippines is a major shift in Survivor. It's not quite, you know, revolutionary like Kageyan is considered often, but I think there's a big shift here towards like more meta game body gameplay. There's more super fan stuff going on. So I think there is a big shift here in the style of play we're going to see, especially if you could look at some of the other Dark Age seasons where... It wasn't all super fans. There's like more super fans on this season, uh, more people willing to take big swings, especially baseball style.
1: <laughs> more assessment of yep. who you can beat at the end rather than just you know who deserves it. I, yep. I felt like that that was one of the focal points of the discussion this season.
2: So I think Philippines definitely ramps up the game, and it it, it kind of kicks off the trajectory of where we are now. I think Philippines. I think you can trace where we are in Survivor now, I think that really, really baseline starts with the Philippines.
1: If we branched off in a new direction, this is kind of where that branch began. Yeah.
2: So, the Philippines changes Survivor, I think. Not on a huge level, but definitely in just the way the players see the game. And I think that's... Really great for the show. I love it. Philippines is one of my favorite seasons. We'll see where it ends up in the rankings. Um, but
0: yes, absolutely must watch Survivor. And you had mentioned, or we we had talked about, I like, guess overall, just kind of like the phases almost of Survivor. Like, what phase basically are we in? You know, we had we had talked about being in phase three, had, I, and maybe this will just come up organically as we cover each season. But do you know when we kind of go into whatever that official next stage yes. is? They're the the phase four spot, I know where it is. Okay. Yep. Cool. So we're not quite there, but we're also coming
2: out of the Dark Ages. So yeah. we're, We stopped in an oasis in the middle of the desert that is the
1: Dark Ages. We got one more Dark Age season <laughs> to cover. Woo!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Derek! Get hyped! <laughs>
1: hey, Ryan has always said I came in at a great time at season yep. 27. I, 27
2: I, I, is the first one out of the Dark Ages.
1: I, I, was, I was spoiled. So. Yes, you very, very much were. And that's the mark uh, that both of us started watching, yep. too. Um, just I, yeah, ju- we, I
2: just watched the rest quicker than you. Yep, Fate placed us all in Doll Hall. In- yep. Indeed. And here we are now. it's kind of wild uh all right uh so spoiler alert for cyber philippines if you haven't watched it definitely check this one out it's a fun time let's go over the cast and our winner picks quickly before we jump into it so we're down to the final 11 we have the uh, six people coming in from the tandang tribe who have not lost anyone yet but we have rc santamore an investment banker from new york city artist sylvester a computer engineer from louisiana pete your an engineering graduate from new jersey Abby Maria Gomez, a business student from Los Angeles. Lisa Welchel, a former TV teen star from the show Facts of Life from Dallas, Texas. And again, returning captain from season two Australian Outback, Michael Scoopin from Michigan, who we don't love. (laughs)
1: Yay. We we promise to make one joke. We don't promise that there won't be many more.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's one spot that I couldn't resist.
1: Yes. It's inevitable.
2: All right. So now we have the three members of the Kalabau tribe. Just the three men survived. The women got wiped out. But we have retired Major League Baseball player Jeff Kent from Austin, Texas. We have returning captain Jonathan Penner returning from Cook Islands and Micronesia from Los Angeles. And Carter Williams, a track coach from Kansas. And finally, we have our two surviving Matt Singh players. The rest of the tribe got decimated. We have Malcolm Freeberg, a bartender from California, and Denise Stapley, a sex therapist from Iowa. A stone's throw away. And it's really funny because, you know, she's from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, which is I was living in Iowa when the season aired and we're like 40 minutes away from Cedar Rapids. So So you
1: could have gone and said hello.
2: Yes, that would have been kind of weird. Scheduled
1: an appointment. Scheduled
0: an appointment and said hi. Been at the watch party.
2: Yeah, that would have been fun. The whole town of Iowa. The whole town of Iowa. The whole state of Iowa. (laughs) No, I like town of Iowa better. The whole town of of Iowa.
1: So I I suppose we can get into the spoiler section now. So, uh, you know, goodbye, three, two, one. Denise is going to end up winning here. Mm -hmm. And to let everyone know, I watched season 40. I knew Denise had to win, and it was either this season or next season. And I was pretty sure that it was this season because I'm also aware vaguely of the person who wins next season. Because how can you not be? It's kind of a survivor meme and has been in the community ever since Reddit became mainstream. They've been a meme on Twitter as well. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, I I like that you guys continue to play dumb for me. I, I appreciate it. But I did know, but I did not know anything else. I didn't know where anybody else placed. I didn't know how anything else shook out. So I was, again, pretty green on this, except for the name.
2: So let's check in on our winner picks. Uh, Josh, you had Denise, so congratulations. You got it
0: right. I did. I'm just that talented. One of the very few seasons where I predicted correctly. Yeah, and he he did watch the premiere before
2: Winners of War started, so I can vouch for this. Uh, I, I think we or... actually
0: went uh, and got I don't know dinner or drinks or something like that, and like you specifically asked me who were my winter picks for like the four seasons that I had watched just the yeah. first episode for, and I rattled them off, and I don't know I think I got actually like two of them, but yeah,
2: I want to say didn't you get Sophie right or something like that too? No. Oh wait, I remember. I remember. We'll we'll talk about that in season twenty six. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> derek you had malcolm i had malcolm so you're still alive here still alive i have penner happy to keep malcolm by the way still alive so we're, we're doing good we all made the merge guys we
1: all made the merge we did all the work we're pretty
2: much all winners yes that's what
1: i'm, what I'm seeing
2: mm,
0: for now yep
1: <laughs>
2: all right you guys ready to jump into these episodes let's go yep Episode seven, not the only actor on this island. We get the merge and we get top two merged tribe name uh, of all time. Normally, I don't give a crap about the merge tribe names, but this one is hilarious. So it, 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 they, they refer to it as the Dan Grain tribe. Dan Grain. But it's, it's spelled Dang Rain, but like it's about the I for a Y and put an E on the end. So the Dang Rain tribe because. It rained for, like, 21 days straight.
1: It was the first, like, 21 days of the season. It was more rain than not. It was basically one big storm. Ryan had to point this out to me right before we started the finale, and I said, you know what? I've been trying to figure out what that tribe name was the entire time, but I was too busy focusing on what was happening. That's hilarious.
0: I had watched this a couple of times now, at least this episode, and the entire post-merge at least once. Never, never knew that that was the connection that was being made. So well, they originally were gonna name it like the effing
2: Rain Tribe, and no, no bleeps. That no, they wanted to do something like that. This is Penner's idea, of course, and production wouldn't let him. So they said that dang Rain Tribe. But we're going to the merge, and we immediately see just how fractured Tandang is. They may have won every single battle but they're going to lose the war. That's what happens when you have a tribe that never goes to tribal council. They, they
1: you never relieve any tension. You don't know where anyone stands. You completely fall apart. We talked about this even before the merge in our season was it 41? Yep. The podcast we were talking about it because that was uh the Blue tribe, the Luvu tribe.
2: And they were fractured it- it ended up working out for the Louvre tribe. Uh, mm-hmm. Like two of them got to the end and one of them won, but they are the exception to the rule.
1: Yeah, and they still had the inclinations. They still yep. had the the wants.
2: They want, you know, Erica was going first. Yeah. Hourglass advantage happens. Sydney went first at the merge. So the you, they still lost when there was still tension there. And we have that here RC and Scoop around the outs and they want to flip and join Calabaugh. Great. That's awesome for the. like Because it's Jeff, Penner, Carter, and then Denise. They need two people to flip and join them. Great. We got Scoopin. We got RC. Awesome. Except Jeff really just wants to take Penner out. Jeff, come on, man. He <laughs> He's so
0: focused on Penner, taking Penner out, and it's going to cost him dearly. And this has been <laughs> nothing new since the
1: beginning of the game. He's been that focused the entire time. So I, I recently watched the Adam Sandler movie, The Longest Yard, and there's a part when the guards are playing the inmates where the inmates. They're just locked in on the guard that hurt them, and they start losing the game because of it because they just want to get revenge on that one person. And here's Jeff Kent who's just locked in on Penner. Like, I he's got the blinders on, he's seeing red, even though Penner's like, Wouldn't it be great if we worked together? Wouldn't it be great if we all just like sang songs and made it to the end? And Jeff's like, Yeah, that's fine, but I'm still going to destroy you first. Yep, he he dooms the Calabar guys, Jeff does. Yes, he does. <laughs>
2: Lisa is very uh, is a sweet woman, and she's like, "Yeah, there's been so much rain lately. I'm gonna hang, you know, because we gotta build a new shelter because we're at a new beach. I'm gonna hang up everyone's clothes to dry." Does a really nice thing for everyone. Finds Malcolm's hidden, I mean, the idol in his, like shorts pocket.
0: She <laughs> really nice her accident. way into that one.
2: Yep. Hey, you know, sometimes it pays to be nice.
1: You know, th- this is where concealable idols, I think, are more handy. But you know what? If you're going to have a big old clunky idol like this, I don't mind that this kind of thing happens. They're not quite as big and bulky as they were in Survivor China, because how yep. do you hide those? But, you know, if Malcolm is sitting there at the picnic with his bag, that looks almost just as suspicious. And so you have to just trust that it's fine for an hour, in his words. Yep. But nope, Lisa was like, I'm too nice. I gotta, I got to be nice now.
0: Yeah, I don't really know what he would have been able to do differently here. Yeah. Like, you he can't go off and, hot
1: and bury it in the yeah. first hour. The only reason I'm talking about it is because I, I don't think that there's anything he realistically could have done.
2: So, he realizes it pretty quickly when he sees how the clothes up to dry, talks to Denise. She's like, yeah, Lisa was hanging them all up. So, he goes and talks to Lisa and is like, hey, so, you want to make a final three deal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the way that it was he took her down the beach and then she said I got something I gotta tell you and he's like what do you gotta tell me Lisa <laughs> 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 like he just initiated the walk and she's like I know why I'm here yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trying to take me out to pasture, (laughs) Lisa. No,
1: (laughs) am I going to allow you to come back to camp?
2: (laughs) So, Penner does recognize Lisa so far. It's just him and Scoopin' because they're old, (laughs) ha (laughs) ha ha ha. But he he bonds with her and uh, Scoopin' about that. But basically, everyone except Penner, Scoopin', and RC form a plan to split the vote between Penner and RC, knock out Penner's idol. Or uh, or knockout Penner. Basically, flush the idol, and if he does play the idol, RC goes. Calabaw j- jumps at, like Jeff Kent, he jumps at this opportunity. It's like, dude, he's just so short-sighted. It drives me nuts. But at immunity, one man, one woman are going to win immunity. It's going to be Carter and Denise, so they're good. Denise is safe for the first time ever <laughs> at a tribal council. She still has to go. RC and Scoopin want to flip the game on Pete and want to get, like, Cal- Calibaugh and Matt Singh to do that, knock Pete out of the game. And basically, it puts Jeff and Carter in the swing spot. And for some stupid reason, they're going to go after Penner instead of Pete. Pete is the perfect person for Jeff and Carter to take out because he's like the leader of the Tandanger. It puts them in power. You can take care of Penner at any old time. The merge just started. But no, we're going to go to the Tribal Council. Penner's going to play his idol. Have to use it because it was five votes for Penner, four votes for R.C., and then Penner and R.C. both voted for Pete. By RC, like this is great for Pete and Abby Maria and then Artist Lisa and Malcolm. This is great for all of them. This is abysmal for Jeff and Carter. It should have been Pete.
1: Can you uh, say that vote breakdown once again?
2: Yep, five votes Penner, four votes RC. It was the the four Tandang people who were in on it, and then Jeff Carter, Malcolm, and Denise they split. Scoop and jumped in on the plan to vote out Penner. Last second. And then that left Penner and RC on the outs to vote for Pete.
1: So to be clear, Penner plays his idol, you saves save himself. himself. RC goes home, and Pete gets catches two votes. Yep. Terrible, terrible move. By Calabaugh, by Carter and Jeff, Jeff particularly. And Jeff here. and Carter. Terrible. Blech. But for the I,
2: majority I, of people there. No, no. Even with it, because it's, it's bad for Jeff and Carter, because they, Penner, RC, and Scoopin, bring in Denise and Malcolm, and they're set. You break up the Tandang group who's got all the power right now.
0: I suppose if you would, you know, if all those
2: other people are are wanting to shift that way too. Even if you don't have Malcolm, you still have the three Calabas plus Denise plus RC plus Scoop and that's six.
1: Well, because, yeah, these were three tribes of six. We've got three initial Calabas left, two Matt Singh. So they're still outnumbered together against original Tandang. So even if Tandang is fractured, you jump on the opportunity to at least even those numbers out. I understand if you maybe even want to do something next vote, but I'd try, I'd try to get through, two. Get get the numbers, bring Malcolm in with Denise on Calaba and just pick off Tandang. Just a couple of them. Just a couple. Especially
2: now. And, and you know, they're going to realize that a bunch of the Tandang people suck. It's enticing you want to bring them to the end. But, you know, you, you at least got to get your foot on the ground and have that opportunity, and Jeff and Carter blow it.
1: And And the reason that we're talking like this, when you watch the show, you know how fractured Tandang is. But until they've gone to a tribal council, they can just assume that that's all just smoke and mirrors. At least if I'm not on Tandang, I'm assuming that that's all smoke and mirrors. Um, Eh, Maybe until I meet Abby Maria. You know, even then, though, you know, people have found ways. Boston Rob worked with Philip until the end. (laughs) Uh, So I would assume that that could be, oh, wow, they really want to take her. They're definitely not going to vote her out. Sure. So, you know, until until pen meets paper. Uh, Calabaugh and Matt saying need to work together, especially yep. if they're willing to vote out someone like Pete today.
2: Especially if you have two people like Scoopin and Lisa who, or Scoopin and RC who seem to want to flip, they had it and they blew it. Take it so. on a
0: silver platter.
2: <laughs>
1: so we agree that Pete was probably the best move here. Yep, I think so.
0: Josh, best player of the episode. Who do you get? I give it to Malcolm just because it seemed like he was he, he was a part of the overall discussion of uh, how this vote was going to go down. Yeah. Lisa found his idol but that wasn't really there wasn't really anything bad that he did to cause that so and he, and he handled the entire situation afterwards just on the beach and just kind of like hey we could make an alliance out of this
1: sure i'm just gonna run with it he handled that entire situation pretty well so i gave it to him i had denise for winning immunity and re now at the merge but i didn't think there was a lot of great gameplay this episode I gave mine to Lisa. She found Malcolm's idol.
2: It wasn't on purpose, but you know, sometimes it just pays to be nice. She made an alliance with him afterwards. She seized the opportunity to make an alliance. And then she was part of the majority, what ended up being the majority plan to take out either Penner or RC, both of which do help her game. This did, this did help the Tandang 4. So Lisa was my best player.
1: I had an uh, honorable
2: mention for Lisa, so I'm not going to fight that too hard. Josh has got to break the tie. So Josh's role, even though he does watch the merge episode, he also is the tiebreaker of Derek. And I disagree.
0: Yeah. And, and I was mostly just like him and Han, because I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to switch my best player to Lisa. I, oh. I, I yeah, I, I like Ryan's reasoning enough. You know, I, I felt good about Malcolm and I like him more than Denise for this episode. So, ha, Derek, um, I, you
1: know, I, I did give it more of a negative. If you come into Malcolm's crosshairs, that could be a bad thing too. Because if you're someone who, has information that you weren't supposed to have. That's a reason for them to cut you. And Lisa would be maybe a good person to cut if everyone seems to like her. So don't need to give people ammo. But you know, I can't disagree with it too much. So I'm fine yeah. with it. Josh Wershler, I put down Scooping. No, no, nope. I, I, I don't really know
0: why. <laughs> I don't know why either. Me neither. <laughs> these, these, <laughs> these are my OG notes, by the way. Oh yeah, your so. original notes. Yeah, this yeah. is
1: past Josh. Past Josh, classic. Zane <laughs> Cla- ended up over classic. there. Classic. <laughs> Classic Zane. Zane. Zane Wessler. Past Josh is the foil of all good survivor common sense. Derek, who do you have? It's Jeff. Yeah, it's Jeff K. I I mean, you know you could say Carter too, but... Jeff made the call, not Carter. Jeff, Jeff made the call. Jeff's the one with the vendetta, and I do think that Carter is just kind of skating along behind Jeff as much as he can. Carter's a zombie. He, he is. Look oh, at
2: <laughs> You know, to quote, I don't know how from... Did you guys watch The Walking Dead at all? Nope. Not, Not at all? really. Okay. I, I've seen a couple seasons. So there's a, a really, really prominent character on The Walking Dead named Michonne. And in her introduction, she is shown walking up to the prison they're all hiding out in. And she has two zombies, like, chained to her.
1: Oh, with their jaws cut off, right? With their right? jaws
2: cut off. So it allows her to blend into the group uh, of, like, zombies. But they won't attack her because they have no, like, limbs. They have no jaws. So, hiding in plain sight, but basically has these two zombies chained to her. Uh, Jeff is Michonne, Carter's a zombie.
1: Oh, new. No. <laughs> it's fair, though. You know, I actually do know that, that scene. Yep. Uh, I think I saw that show through uh, the governor's season. Okay, yeah, that, so. that
2: would be the right one. Yep. Anyway, That's Michonne's intro. But yeah, he gets rid of Penner and his idol and RC. And, well, burns, Penner is an ally, gets rid of his idol, get, gets rid of RC. He could have used all of that to his advantage, and he burns all of it. Yep. Bad. Bad Jeff. So, RC's out of the game. Here's what's interesting about RC. She was almost back on Survivor twice and never made it on the show. She was invited back to compete on Survivor Blood vs. Water, uh, along with her dad. Like, the night before the show started, her dad had some sort of health emergency. uh, And they basically like, yeah, you can't be on the show. So, they had to pull RC so she was not able to be on. And they had to, like, last minute replace them with uh, Candice and John Cody. Oh, Candace. Yep. Yeah. So the last her place, but RC was supposed to be on Blood versus Water. Then she was invited back to compete on Survivor Cambodia. Founder Abby Maria was going to be on uh, involved
1: and she's like, "Nope." And for reference, that's the one where it was voted on. Yeah, So, they were voted back in. Is Abby Maria on the ballot? Yep. Yep. Don't put me on the ballot. Exactly. <laughs> Not so, interested. <laughs> she was so close to the win again. Do we did we want to see RC again? I If I saw her, I'd be fine with it. There was nothing super spectacular there. It's always interesting when you get put on a tribe with uh, someone who's like an Abby. So I'd be interested to see what she would do with a second chance, but I'm not like really excited for it. So, or I wouldn't be. My answer would probably be about the same as Derek's if I made
0: that decision right when she was voted out. After seeing like the the finale and the reunion show and everything, I realized a lot more that, the the way she talks and interacts with people it seems very fake and it seems like she's doing it because she's on a TV show and she's it's it's a little performative so that just kind of and put me off on her so I'm gonna go now I think both that's fair knowing what I
2: know about her interactions with everyone at Ponderosa put her back on let's see it happen because I think she (laughs) would be the new Abby Maria. I think it would be hilarious. There's so, only one Abby Maria. I want, I want to see it. And I, somehow I, they ended up with two. Uh, somehow they ended up with two. I'm curious to see what would happen on to, with her. I think she would be like the, the the villain if she was on again. I think it'd be really fun. Episode 8, Dead Man Walking. Penner's next. Scoopin's after that. They're just going to take out the returning players. That's how it's going to go. But Lisa and Jeff kind of want to flip the game on Abby Maria, Pete, and Artis. They're in control. They're pretty negative to be around Abby sucks to be around i was telling uh derek and josh this yesterday but if you rank every player from best to worst in terms of social game i think abby muriel might be last place i think there's a very strong argument where she's dead last
1: i'd like to see that mount rushmore <laughs> well and is that including like the shitty ben the the poopy ben's of the world too you know like yeah. ben might be second <laughs> sure uh, ben Ben very much might be second. But and, I, uh, and, and then there are people that I would hate, like Colton. Yes. But, like, say what you will. There were some people out there who really seemed to adore him and all of his Id- ridiculous idiocy.
2: The thing was, you know, on in Samoa, you know, at least Russell Hance liked Ben. If <laughs> Somebody liked Ben. Nobody likes Abby Maria. Nobody. Everyone who has ever played with her says she's miserable to be around on the island. <laughs>
1: Uh, so that's that's why I put her last because nobody likes her, <laughs> and she stuck around long enough for people to really solidify their opinions twice. <laughs> <laughs> so people are
2: wanting to do that because Abby sucks. Pete kind of is very similar as a young guy. He's kind of a douche bro. And artist kind of gets a bad rap because he's he's aligned with them, which is pretty smart for artist If he goes to the end with those two, he wins. Agreed. Pro- probably. And he just has like major rusting bitch face.
1: They're a fun, villainous alliance. Like I mean artist artist isn't really a villain, but Abby Maria's entire way of thinking and way of speaking and way of interacting with everyone is hilarious yep. to watch. And Pete, ever since he just dropped the clue <laughs> in the open bag, he's like, I did it. It was me. Hilarious. (laughs) Two completely different class of villains, and I I love them both. (laughs) So... Final ten, this is
2: when I like to do with my ranking of who who's most likely to win the least likely to win if you if you matched them all up. So let's let's talk about that right now, just so we can get a a look at where this is. Most likely to win is Abby Maria. Yes. Um so I have Malcolm and Denise at the top and at the reunion show they did they said Denise to Malcolm. I don't know if, how much I buy that one. I don't know if I do it e- yeah. I buy it either. But they are one and two. Yes. Easy. I'd put Jeff Kent and Penners three and four, and that's a little interchangeable. Both seemed well liked and played hard. Then Carter, who is very well liked. Didn't play super hard, <laughs> just kind of there. And then we have the Tandang five. <laughs> Everybody, then Tandang. <laughs> Lisa's at the top of the list because people at least like Lisa. Then artists. Then Pete then Scoopin and Abby Maria so Scoopin and Abby Maria are the two people I don't think can win anymore
1: and I honestly have no big qualms with that ranking I think I might put a Lisa above a Jeff Kent just based on what I saw on the show and how people were interacting socially but I wasn't there yeah yeah Uh, I feel like I I would move Lisa up a couple of spots in that people were pretty frustrated with Lisa and that's Hmm. not something that came through on the show so I'm 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 gonna trust you if you say it uh but like I said just based on what I saw I would have Bumped her up with no other knowledge. People
2: didn't really respect Lisa's game at all until the final Tribal Council, when there was like, "Oh, Lisa revealed some things that she did," and then people were like, "Okay, not enough, good enough to win, but you know, you're not, you're not terrible. Yeah, you're not nothing." But she was kind of like, "Eh, whatever." So, but that's where we're at. Basically, that Tan group is just a mess. Take any of them to the end, you'll win.
1: And honestly, they should all take each other to the end, including them. They are not exempt from this.
2: Yep. So, Malcolm, Jeff. Denise, Lisa, and Penner, they all win reward. And on reward, Penner, he's got nothing to lose. He's just going to lean into how much Abby, Maria's group sucks. God, they're just terrible people. I would hate to play the game with terrible people. It's just a lot more fun to play with people who are just, like, nice and good. (laughs) No,
0: Penner Penner doesn't care.
2: (laughs) No, Penner doesn't care. (laughs) I think you take Abby and Pete to the end in a heartbeat. Yeah. Lisa kind of, like, reconsiders switching, because she was she was kind of in the middle. She was, like, thinking about switching, but she's like, if I go to the end with the Tandang Five, I, I'll beat them
1: all. <laughs> yeah. Fair. The, honestly, this is not, and this is why I, I, I don't want to get too into the weeds on this, but this is what Sandra did on Heroes versus Villains. Give me a reason to go with you guys, but if you're not going to give me a reason to, like, go with you guys, I can beat these people. Mm-hmm. So, I'm happy here. <laughs> Just give me one reason. <laughs> Good assessment by Lisa. <laughs> and so she needs Scoopin' to stay with
2: the group because he still wants to kind of leave. So he tells Scoopin' about Malcolm's idol to get him on board. Like, hey, we got to take out Malcolm and his idol. Cool. By the way,
1: Lisa is strategizing
2: yep, here. Yep, Lisa, Lisa has a good episode here. It doesn't work out for her, not really her fault. Other people blow up her game. Yes. But that wasn't really Lisa's fault.
0: And this does actually come up in Final Tribal Council, too. This yep scenario right here.
2: Penner saves himself by winning immunity. So he wins immunity. He's safe. First time ever he's won. It was a great
1: moment. Uh, he's not going home. You're not going to win immunity because I'm going to win immunity. That's right, baby. <laughs> I love Penner. Penner is the best. <laughs> he, he he walks up on Scoopin' and Lisa strategizing against him. He's like, oh, you're going to win immunity? I'm going to win immunity. Bye.
2: <laughs> so originally the plan starts like, okay, we'll just take Scoopin' out. we go get the other returning player out. But Lisa wants Malcolm out of the game. She tells Pete about the idol and basically is like, hey, let's blindside Malcolm. He'll never see it coming. Great plan. Malcolm is the biggest threat on the board.
1: Uh, agreed. Across the board. He's super well liked socially. He's been with Tandang now, so he's a threat to get their jury votes. He's strategic to boot, and he has a hardware. His idol. Plus, he's super nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He is the triple threat of triple threat. He's, he's got the Denise connection with the Calabas. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got to go. And by the way, that's going to be the rest of this podcast. Denise and Malcolm got to go. Yep. Denise and
2: Malcolm got go. yep, to go. Every single vote is be like, you got to vote on Malcolm or Denise. That's all it's going to be. You can just stop listening right now. <laughs> don't actually, though. Lisa tells Pete. Pete immediately goes to talk to Malcolm. Like, hey, do you have an idol? Because Lisa says you do. <laughs> and Malcolm's like, no, I don't have an idol. That's crazy. And Pete's like, "Uh-huh, oh, I thought so. Uh, you don't have an idol.
1: And Pete completely buys this. What an idiot. You know, and, and they fed it to us like that in the edit. I'm sure there's skepticism there either way, because why would Lisa go lie for Pete? I think Pete just has, like, no respect for Lisa. It it could be. It, it could absolutely be. But I, I think it would be silly to just completely buy into the idea that the Matt Singh idol is yeah. dead and gone. Yeah,
2: Pete's, Pete's a fool. He thinks it's out of the game. He does. He says that. He
1: does say that. So um, we kind of have to agree with it.
2: But he changes the target to Jeff at this point. Just take out a, a, a big threat from Caliban. So Malcolm and Jeff kind of find out they're like the two that are being talked about. And they decide to scramble and try and make a move to take out Pete. Boy, wouldn't have this been easier if you had
1: RC in the game? Maybe Penner's Idol? You know, I always seem to bring this up. I think I brought it up in one world. I think I brought it up in season 43. If you just know how to do basic math, some of these problems get a lot easier. I mean, yes, it would be easier if you had those things in the game. It would also
0: be a lot easier if you don't walk up to the person who potentially has an idol and ask them if they have an idol. Yes. That's that's kind of how a blind side works. You, you don't let them know
2: yes. P- that you Pete potentially this up, but potentially like, be coming for that. Malcolm, Jeff, Jeff also screwed up last time, and now he's reaping that reward.
1: And we, everyone and we need, screwed and up. And we need to be careful because Pete and Malcolm were in a working relationship because they were both over on Tandang, and Pete was like... Scoopin, I'm no friends with Scoopin no more. Now, Malcolm is my best friend, which, by the way, good choice, uh, especially with who you're kicking out of that grouping of four.
2: But to win Survivor, you know, Scoopin's a decent person to align with.
1: Agreed. Agreed. But Pete is just thinking, like, hey, if I can get to the final six or whatever, we can get down to 10 dang or whatever, great. Then I'm willing to fight it out from there. And that's his strategy. So telling Malcolm about Lisa's plan to kind of undermine him, is working to his goal but he's not being fluid and that's his problem so we're gonna get quite possibly my favorite tribal council of all time
2: it's definitely up there it's one of the all-time greats and it's like the first iconic one in all since here's richie's villains i would say so it starts off we got a whole bunch of stuff talking about here but malcolm calls out lisa for trying to take him out and lisa immediately owns up to it she's like yep that was my plan got destroyed what do you do Abby Maria is like, hey, Malcolm was in our alliance more than Scoopin' ever was. Lisa, I don't know what you're thinking. Abby, what the hell? Wait, I'm not in your alliance?
0: <laughs> First of
2: all, not accurate. Malcolm whips out his idol and is like, I'm playing this tonight. He's not going to. He's never going to play this thing. But it's a great play. He's like, yeah, I'm playing it. Just just so you know. Love this move. Absolutely. He, uses never,
0: he
1: never actually plays nope, it. Never nope. plays
2: it. Abby Maria decides to whip out her idol for
1: some reason. By the way, no, no. There was not even for Jeff Watch. He just... Because Malcolm just whips out his idol and is like, I'm not going home tonight. And Jeff's like, is there anyone else here with an idol tonight who just wants to bring it out into the (laughs) open? And for literally no reason, Abby's like, me too. And Jeff is like, oh, wow.
0: Didn't expect that to
3: work.
1: (laughs) I didn't think that would work.
0: You know, sometimes... All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. Penner gives a speech
2: to basically rally everyone against the Tandang group. Lisa gives a speech be like, hey, everyone stick to the plan. <laughs> Thanks, Keith Now, And it's just, it's great. And we're going to get the votes. And it is what I, I this lives in my head. Like, I think of this all the time, of this this such an exciting trouble council and everyone's reaction. Jeff Kent's going to be the one to go home here. And just his reaction as his name starts coming up, like he's chewing on a stick. And he's just all of a sudden he gets so scared. He like looks over at like Penner. I can't remember exactly who he was looking at. But the the shot of him and his head suddenly darting off to the side, that is in my head. That might be the <laughs> most memorable moment of the season for me, is Jeff realizing that he might be screwed. Wow. is it going to end up being five votes for Jeff and four votes for Pete. And then Penner threw his vote on Abby Maria just because he found her annoying and just felt like voting for her <laughs> <laughs> and completely screwed up the plan to force a tie at the very least and maybe get someone to flip, maybe Scoop and would have flipped. Penner completely screws this up, Tang Dang sticks together, and uh, Jeff gets knocked out of the game.
1: <laughs> and thus failing at his literally one objective, I want to be here long than Jonathan Penner, the sixty million dollar MLB player, just wanted to beat Penner. <laughs> he gets knocked out because Penner throws a "screw you" vote on Abby Maria. Throws a
2: throws a curveball.
1: <laughs> throws
2: ah, a... <laughs> nice, and we lose Jeff in in one of the best boots of all time. <laughs> um before we continue with jeff here
1: we need to talk about the vote out confessional not not yet (laughs) not
2: yet not yet we got one more thing to talk about oh um so the question is was this the right move and really the only person who because i think you know penner obviously screwed up penner Penner should have voted for pete but then you know maybe if we had gotten to a tie who should flip and i think the person we got to talk about is scooping unfortunately I don't like talking about this guy, but we got it. He's kind of the one, like, you would say, oh, like, maybe he could flip because he isn't really respected by his alliance. I still don't think he should have flipped because he needs to go to the end with Abby Marie and Pete. Those three have to go to the end together. Pete probably wins that situation, uh, that scenario, but, like, at least Scoopin' has a chance.
1: I think we're vacuuming.
2: I think someone's vacuuming upstairs. If you hear that in the background, my upstairs neighbor might be vacuuming right now.
0: Interesting choice of time,
2: but... 8 o'clock. I guess it's not, like, the end of the world. It's not offensively late. It's not offensively late, but... Still. Some people are trying to podcast. Yeah, come
1: on, guys.
2: Um, Everybody's trying to
1: podcast.
2: So, now, let's get into the greatest final words confessional of all time. (laughs) By the way, folks, we're going to be doing this verbatim. Yes. Uh, I just got to pull it up here, and I'm going to read... Jeff Kent's final words <clears throat> you know what pisses me off because I think I've made about sixty million dollars playing baseball and I want this freaking million dollars in this game and it's not even a million bucks it's six hundred grand by the time Obama takes it I'm a Game seven World Series loser you know I played in the biggest games in the world and the worst games in the world but this just sucks end quote <laughs>
1: Now, Very good. You know, I understand that there are gonna be people out there who don't appreciate the political side of it. Yep. Whoever was president at the time was going to take forty percent of your million dollars. But just coming from ex MLB baseball player Jeff Kent worth sixty million dollars, talking about how he's a big loser already, but this has got him <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> Legendary. And I think it just helps because this
2: was uh this was 2012. And just the – when Obama
1: gets hands on it, like, it just fits that time so perfectly. We are smack dab in the middle of the thanks, Obama era. Yes. And some of thanks our listeners Obama. might not even get that joke yep. because you were just a little too young at the time. Yep. Like, back in the day, if the cookie was too big for the glass of milk, thanks, Obama. Yep. And you know what? <laughs> Jeff means it literally. <laughs> yes. Yes. He he literally means thanks, Obama. But – so.
2: In real life, Jeff Kent kind of sucks. Like, he's not a great person. Man, oh, man, I love him on Survivor.
1: They they can still make great TV.
2: (laughs) Great TV, and this will forever and always, I think, be the best final words of all time. This is number one.
1: Mm. I I enjoy it greatly.
0: I wish I've been. I, I wish I was ranking it this entire time, just so I know.
1: Yeah, we should go back. We'll do a
0: podcast. We'll rank every final words of all time. There you go.
1: That'll that'll be the next time through. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We'll, we'll rewatch the entire season. Well, well, welcome back to the Castaway Consultants, where we're going back and listening to every final vote-out confessional and ranking them from worst to best. I'm one of your three co-hosts, Derek Kubatich. I am 65 years old.
0: It's gonna take us that long to make it through everything. <laughs>
2: So let's get the best and worst player of this. Uh, just um, my favorite episode of the season. This is my favorite episode of the season. I love this episode. Uh, for best player, I have Lisa Walcho for realizing how perfect Tandang would be to go to the end with. Trying to take out Malcolm gets blown up, not her fault, but she pulls the alliance back together to help take out Jeff.
1: All right. Well, I know Ryan's gonna disagree with me, but I actually feel pretty good about this. I have Penner. As my best player of the episode, I know that he throws just kind of a I don't care vote on Abby Maria, but ultimately Jeff was clearly never going to work with him. And even if it was necessary, it wasn't going to happen because Jeff had the blinders on Penner saved himself by winning immunity. His first individual immunity, Jeff goes home, which ultimately doesn't hurt Penner long term because that's one the the most vocal voice left who wants him gone. And he used this episode to grow closer with Lisa and Scoopin, and now he can work with Carter and Denise and Malcolm going forward. That option is still open. So I think that Penner had about as great of an episode as he could have given where he ended last episode with, by the way, the majority votes and had to play his idol to save himself. So I had Penner.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good argument, Derek. For those, for anyone who cares, my originally per, original person that I put down was Malcolm just because somehow he made it through this entire thing without playing an idol and is still in the game. Um, He's
2: my honor, honorable mention. Honorable mention, yeah. But unfortunately, you have to pick between Lisa and Penner.
0: Hmm. <laughs> wow. I, I thought I was going to go Lisa, but I think I'm going to go with Penner just because I don't like how much Lisa was exposed sure. as well. During I think that it's episode. I like, like she made it 90% of the way there. And yeah, a lot of her downfall is based on the people that she's around, but at the same time, when you get exposed at, at travel, it's just like, she's come for me, and she basically just has to admit, like, yep, sorry, that will prevent me from giving you the best player of
1: the episode right there. She ended up with I, a little egg on her face. Yeah, exactly, and
0: I still stand by my Malcolm pick, but I'll, I'll side with Derek here and go with Penner. Sounds good. How about worst player, Ryan? Uh, I have Abby Maria uh, for her terrible attitude for being
2: harsh to Lisa. Her ally at Tribal Council revealing her idol for some reason. Her
1: alliance won the day not because of her. Uh, so, I said Abby Maria because she showed her idol because Jeff asked nicely. <laughs> I don't need to put any, anyone else want to show their idols. Um, me Jeff. Why? Thanks. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Thank you so much for doing it,
0: Abby. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good idea. And I originally put down Abby Maria as
2: well. Shocker. <laughs> Big shock. Episode 9 Little Miss Perfect. Abby Maria at first thinks Scoopin voted for her and like gets really mad at him. And he's like, I didn't vote for you. And Penner, she's like, Nah, no, that was me. You were pissing me off. So I voted for you. <laughs> it's hilarious
1: until he realizes, like, Oh, I screwed up. I should have voted for Pete. Whoops. They talked to, wait, wait. So it was going to be a split and I messed it up? Oh.
2: <laughs> so what what would have happened if the split would have hap- Like actually we gone don't know. through? I'm guessing Scoop and Flips and Pete does go home. That is my Ooh. guess.
0: So,
1: yeah, I do think it would have changed the game. I do think Penner made a mistake.
2: Now, I think it would have been a bad move for Scoop, and I think that's what would have happened.
1: And I don't necessarily think that it was a mistake for Penner just because Jeff was out to get him, but neither here nor there, there is a good chance that Pete would have gone home instead. Yep. It's definitely an inflection point in the season.
2: Yep. What is really interesting is... Malcolm and Penner are both super nice to Lisa after she tried to make a move against because they both are like, oh, it's a game. No no, no worries. And I'd like to think I would hope I'd be this gracious if I was out on Survivor. And Lisa like, really appreciates it because her alliance is really mean to her.
1: Literally give her anything and it'll be good. I- I'll give the most Midwest analogy comparison. She just tried to throw a snowball in somebody's face. And they dodged it, and instead of retaliating to uh, against someone who is much less capable than them, they're just like, "That'd have been really funny. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you will be whitewashed." <laughs>
2: So Carter, Penner, Denise, and Malcolm win reward. And this is really interesting. There's something to note for challenges. Part of this challenge is like there's a pit of mud and it's an obstacle course relay race. And each person has to dig up a bag of puzzle pieces or something in the mud pit. And Penner goes first and he digs up all four and just leaves them in the corner for the rest of his alliance to pick up. This is a great strategy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking it as well because uh, he knows where he's dug. And so he just dug the whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And he only lost a little bit of time up. and he made up a ton.
2: Yep. And we're going to see this show up from time to time in Survivor from here on out. So definitely keep this in mind if you ever run into this uh, part of a challenge. Especially yeah, this if is the first not...
0: time that it happens too, right? Yep, I think so. Yeah.
2: So Carter, Petter, Denise, and Malcolm win reward and um, they get to go deliver like supplies to a village, lots of kids. And man, oh man, Michael had scoop and didn't win this challenge.
1: Yep. There it is, everyone.
2: Yep. Cool. It
0: was right there low-hanging fruit all right moving on
1: <laughs> so, we were all thinking <laughs> there we were? Way, there wasn't a way not to unfortunately so sorry everyone i'm not that sorry no abby
2: maria just continues to be a jerk to lisa like dude you are in an alliance together why are you being such a jerk <laughs> But Scoop is going to end up winning immunity and the outsiders alliance. They want to target artists next because they don't think Abby will play her idol on artists where she might on Pete because they're closer. So it's the four outsiders. It's Carter, Denise, Malcolm, and Penner. And then it's a fight to get Lisa and Scoopin to join them. And at tribal council, Abby Maria is still like, I don't really trust Lisa.
1: Why? What has she done to earn this? And this is very explicit. It's not like half answers that are being read into she's saying i, I just don't really trust her she's she's betrayed me and lisa's like what do you mean what did i do what do you mean i betrayed you i've literally never
0: and this is where that the question for me always comes up because i struggle with it so much at what point do you get rid of someone who is too much of a wild card who could turn on you for absolutely no reason In because yeah, you might bring them to the end and destroy them at Final Tribal Council, but you have to get to the end first. And is there some sort of risk here about keeping someone like that around?
1: Sure, there there is. And here's how you deal with it. If you're Pete and Artis and you know that Abby Maria is a wild card, you purposely engage with Scoopin' and Lisa when Tandang is still a whole and say... I understand that she's a lot to deal with, but this is a million-dollar game. Let's just get till we're in the driver's seat, and once we are firmly and squarely there, we will vote on Abby Maria first. And that can be a lie. That can totally be that a lie. That can be a lie, but just just let them know, like, hey, I'm empathizing, and I understand that for some reason you're catching her wrath. But, like, for the, best, for the betterment of our alliance as a whole, let's just get until we're in the driver's seat and then we can hit the eject button.
2: Uh, Artis and Pete need to do a better job of keeping Scoop and Lisa and RC feeling safe and not just catering to Abby.
1: Exactly. And that's what ended up happening. And five against one, like Abby might not back down, but I also think that Abby would be not that big of a liability to flip either. So I don't know. I I think their issue goes back to day one. Yep.
2: So... This is all set up for Lisa to flip, but she doesn't flip. Uh, Scoopin's the one who flips. It's going to be five votes for Artist, four votes for Penner. So I can't really blame Scoopin for flipping here because everyone is giving him so much heat. But the thing is, he has to go back. Like taking out Artist is a fine enough move um, because it definitely weakens Pete and Abby's position and Scoopin needs to go to the end with those two. He can go back now try and work with those two and find a way to get to the end. And now they kind of have less of a choice but to go with him because Artis is gone. But he, he has to go back in order to win this. And he doesn't know that. He, he hasn't figured it out. But for Scoopin' to have a chance, he has to. So he took out some of their power. It's not necessarily a bad move to take out Artis, though.
1: Artis can beat Scoopin'. Yes. So as long as he whittles it down to the end, but ends up with a Pete and an Abby or something like that, or a Lisa and an Abby, he has a chance. Uh, That is his best and only chance. Uh, So, you know, as long as he does that. But to to put everyone who hasn't watched season 25 recently in the mind of Michael Scoopin, uh, we got several confessionals from him in this post-merge where he said, everyone says that Malcolm can beat me at the end, but I don't know about that. Like, he's like quoting Sandra. Everyone says that Denise can beat me. I don't know about that. That just shows you how aware he is of the situation. He's completely unaware.
2: Abby Maria is going to call him an idiot once and a moron twice later on. She's not wrong.
1: She's not wrong.
2: <laughs> and you know what? You love to see it.
1: <laughs> I I did. I did. I loved to see
0: it. <laughs> Who would have thought though? we would have been on Abby Maria's side here? Uh, dude, let's get this out of the way. with you. I am like
2: the world's biggest Abby Maria fan. I love Abby Maria. She's one of my all time favorite players.
1: I, I cannot get enough of her. Put her on every season. I am a huge Abby fan. You know, and here's the thing, just because Abby is a horrible survivor player, she she has strengths. And sometimes just saying like, does Barty Crouch Jr. was an amazing teacher at Hogwarts, was he not? He's the best defense against the dark arts teacher that Hogwarts had during Harry's entire stint there. Yeah, maybe Lupin maybe top two though but i mean you know availability is the best ability and lupin was gone like months at a time sure uh so barty Crutch jr was an amazing teacher and abby maria was 100 percent right about scooping and you know we'll, i'll talk more about abby maria later i'm always trying to talk about abby maria she's the best i disagree but
0: Josh,
2: you're wrong
0: <laughs> i've had enough <laughs> <laughs>
1: give me more three-time player abby maria let's go uh, Derek, who did you have best player of the episode? I said it was Penner again, mostly because, again, he was vulnerable here, and he saved himself by really appealing to Scoopin' on the returner side of things because everyone thought that Scoopin' and Lisa were this voting block, even though they're you know, not in name, but they were going to go together if they were going to go. Lisa ends up staying Pat, and you know Pen- Penner was working both of them. He didn't get to Lisa, but he did get to Scoopin', and he, th- he appealed to his ego well enough that he did jump over and they got artists out, so I said Penner because I, f- I felt like he was the driving force behind that flip.
0: Yep, I agree completely with what Derek said. I also had Penner written down. All right, how about worst player?
1: I said Abby Maria because she's a loose cannon that can't be trusted. I also agree with Derek. Stalker, so did I. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be common. Worst player, Abby Maria...
2: All right, episode ten. Whiners are wieners. and,
1: and I want to. I have one oh, okay. more note I wanted to say about sure, this. Sure, go so, ahead. You know, we already talked a little bit about scooping, flipping. Here, is it good or bad? And so, I always, I, you know, I have the Spencer Bledsoe quote in my head because it was one of my first seasons. Flippers never win. So, I have a note. I'm not. Sh- I'm still not sure that scooping, flipping this early was a good idea. But Lisa not flipping despite everything that has happened in the Tandang Alliance, should let Scoopin know that he is probably fifth out of five on the leftover Tandang mm-hmm. Alliance, which is another reason for him to hop over. I just wanted to make sure I at least talk to him. And I do that. think he knows he's fifth in that group. I, I think, think he, he does, does too. That. He just he's betting on himself to be able to withstand it. Which
2: is bad. Not not a good plan. Uh, episode 10, Winers are wieners. It's everyone against Abby, Maria, and Pete. Even Lisa's like, yeah, Abby, I'm not going to be in an alliance with you anymore.
1: By the way, my favorite quick quip from the season is uh, winers are wieners. Thank you so much, Denise. I'm going to use that almost every day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, Carter, Pete, and Abby,
2: Maria all win reward. And Malcolm immediately's like, hey, no no strategy talk today. Let's just enjoy the reward because he doesn't want to hear about it from Pete and <laughs> Abby.
1: <laughs> We're <laughs> just the it. young guns out here having a good time. <laughs> We don't need to hang out with those old people and talk strategy. We'll hang out and just just chill. Yeah, the geriatric tribe.
2: (laughs) So they get back to camp, and Abby Maria will not shut up about how great the reward was. Like, she goes into nauseating detail.
1: It's just, like, embarrassing. We've talked about this before. Who was the the first person to come back and just... Nalia is, like, the most famous one I could think of. Yeah, where it was just every excruciating detail. Don't do this. No, no one likes this. And if someone's asking you about it, they're probably goading you into it. So, like, stop. it it was fine i enjoyed the time i enjoyed the time away from camp it was was fun it was great cool
2: the food was cold don't say that (laughs) unless it's true no even if that is true don't say it because you'll sound ungrateful that happened in china oh yep 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 low-key one of my favorite parts is somebody asked carter like hey carter what was your favorite part he's like uh the sauces they had some really good sauces (laughs)
0: thanks carter
1: And now to Ollie with the weather. I like the sauces. <laughs> ah, Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> it's raining.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like a South Park character. It does. It reminds me of like the episode where it's like the uh, class warfare. It's the 99% versus the 1%. And they're occupying Red Robin. And there's a reporter <laughs> at Red Robin going, Sir, why, why are you occupying at Red Robin today? He's like, oh, they got uh, burgers and... Uh, bottomless fries
1: <laughs> that's what reminds Thanks. me <laughs> josh knows what's up oh yeah carter would be a great spokesperson for like b-dubs got, good sauces. got the sauces we got uh, good sauces at you could say that carter has been goaded with the sauce <laughs>
2: abby maria then decides she's not going to do any more cooking because she's on the bottom she's not going to do much more work
1: And again, she makes this big Abby Maria style proclamation (laughs) like, I'm done cooking. I'm not going to clean. I just don't want to do it. Nope. I'm done. (laughs) Okay. I'll get firewood, I guess. Well, we'll still make rice for you. Oh, how nice of you, Denise. How nice of you, Lisa. You guys are so charitable to a woman in need. So Malcolm and Denise,
2: they want to make a Final Four deal with Scooping and Lisa because they'll destroy them. But Scoob and Lisa are like, eh, maybe we should go with Penner and Carter instead. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, so they go talk to Penner. Penner doesn't commit. He's like, ah, let's not worry about that yet. Oh,
1: Penner. Penner. That's the nail in Penner's coffin. Penner loses the game right here. You know, if someone approaches you and says, I want to make a Final Four alliance with you, assuming that it's not public and it's not Abby Maria, you say Yes. You say yes, Ray. If someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. yes. The Ghostbusters rule. <laughs> but instead, he's Penner's like, ah, I'm just going to be non-committal. I'm very non. I haven't lied to you yet, and you know, it's just it's not lying to you right now by saying I don't want to commit. So Scoobin and Lisa immediately go make a final four deal with Malcolm and Denise because they're willing to make a
0: deal. Yep. And and while this is a giant negative on like from Penner's point of view, and Lisa like. I don't care how noncommittal Penner is. You can't make a Final Four deal with you can these two. make a Final Four deal. It doesn't have to be true. But to them, I think it actually yes, is. Yes, The
2: big thing is they they're they're going to commit to this. This is the Final Four.
0: This because is because you're, you're you're not wrong. It's just that assumes that they aren't serious about this, and they completely are.
2: Yeah, what Scoopin' and Lisa gent- like make a handshake deal. They they stick to it, which is bad in Survivor, and
0: that's kind of like part of the
2: transition like that that is very old school that we're gonna kind of get away from after this I feel like
1: um, well so that, and even Lisa eventually is gonna graduate from that mindset yes uh, hers is one of my favorite arcs in the show yep she's got a good arc Carter's gonna win immunity the plan is to split
2: between Abby Maria and Pete to flush the idol Abby Maria and Peter like hey why don't we take out Malcolm and his idol and blindside him out of the game that's a great idea why why well, not that would be good for everybody Carter, Lisa, and Penner all refuse them to their face. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. And Penner even tells Malcolm about the plan. Scoopin is the only one who considers it. But
1: yeah, take out Malcolm. <laughs> That's take out Malcolm. Heck, take out Denise. Sure. I, I don't care. Take out either of them because right now there are enough voting blocks floating around with non committal final fours, final threes, final fives. Penner's aware of a final six. I don't care. The big Matt saying threats gotta go. They gotta go. So tribal council. Denise spends the whole time just dunking on Abby Maria, which is hilarious. Oh, and by the way, Jeff is feeding into this, and he Denise is like, you know. Abby's just not the kind of person. I don't think it's cultural. I think she's just mean. I think she's just unaware. And then Jeff goes, wow, Abby, how does it feel to be absolutely despised by everybody in the game? And Abby's like, I didn't know that I was despised. Am I actually despised? And Jeff's like, I mean, I understand that, like, he doesn't say this. She's like, English isn't my first language, so I didn't realize that this was a problem. Jeff's like, it definitely is. Nobody likes you. (laughs) Now give me your thoughts. (laughs) And and Jeff will keep bringing up like is this cultural?
2: And everybody else is like, no. I know tons of people who are immigrants and English is their first language,
0: and they're super nice. This is not cultural. Abby just sucks. <laughs> the the only cultural side of it is uh, like when whenever there's any like phrases that aren't just like common sure. yeah. common language, those it seems like she always gets tripped up on. Sure, and that's but, fine. But that doesn't change who you are as a person.
1: Do you know who else uh, where English was a big barrier? Nasir hmm He was amazing. Everybody I wanted him loves to win. this year. Ty. Ty. <laughs> uh, there's
2: been lots of... There's Yao Man. Lots, Yao Man. There's been several players on Survivor who have been from other countries and English isn't their first language, and they are wonderful people.
1: You know, Billy Garcia, love was his first language. <laughs>
2: he was great <laughs> on Survivor. Abby's going to end up playing her idol saving herself. Three votes for Abby, three votes for Pete, two votes for Malcolm. Uh, this is the wrong move. Should have been Malcolm. Because Scoopin' needs to go to the end with Pete. Scoopin' – the person Scoopin' needs in the game is Pete. Pete's got out of the game. It just got worse for Scoopin'.
1: Yeah. Now the only way for Sco- – in my opinion, for Scoopin' to be able to win is to somehow take the driver's seat over and make big moves from here on out. Yeah, and go to the end with Abby and, and still go Lisa. to the end – yeah, go to the end with the right people. The Tandang, too.
0: I mean, and that, and that's great and all, but for everyone else, is it the right move? Like, for for like Malcolm and Denise, obviously it is, but – Everyone else. Yeah, because Carter and, and and Penner
2: need to get rid of Malcolm, too. He's got to oh, yeah. go.
1: He has to go. And he has an idol. And the longer you let him have that idol, the more power it gets. Because, one, Malcolm is a physical threat. He If he walks to the Final Four, there is a good chance that he wins whatever challenge it is to get to the Final Three. There's a good chance that he wins an advantage in the game that gives him a second chance in the Final Four immunity <laughs> challenge. So he's got to go, and he wasn't expecting it. This would have been a perfect blindside.
2: You know, there's, like, one challenge malcolm loses at at the final four and it just happened to be the one, that was the one they played yes uh 99 of the time malcolm wins this game so pete goes my best player of the episode is malcolm he shut down strategy talk at the reward he made a final four deal with denise Lee and Scoopin, held on to his idol knocked out pete great episode for malcolm
1: i said malcolm as well final four deal with uh, denise Scoopin and and lisa paid immediate dividends and then everything else ryan said
0: interestingly i put down lisa i don't remember why
1: Probably because when Penner shut down her conversation to make a Final Four deal, she went and found a different Final Four deal with people who can destroy her. But you know what? Uh, Making Final Four deals is always good, but I'm going to give Best Player to the person who made the Final Four deal who can beat everyone in that Final Four. (laughs) Yep,
2: (laughs) Makes sense. For Worst Player, I had Penner. He refused to make a Final Four deal with Scoop and Lisa. He refused to consider working with Abby and Pete, and he took out Pete instead of Malcolm.
1: I, I have Penner as well, and... You know, I think that Penner has a chance against at least anyone except Malcolm and Lisa. Or sorry, Malcolm and Denise. But it wouldn't hurt for him to keep someone like a Pete around because people didn't want a returner to win this game. Yep. Uh, so you know, I think his ideal final three is uh, Scoopin' and Abby Maria. But you know, it's nice to have a plan B and a Plan C yep. and you know get rid of Malcolm. Get rid of Malcolm. And don't be non-committal, Penner. Yes. <laughs> Commit even if it's a lie. Especially if it's a lie. And by the way, he's going to admit at the reunion show that this was stupid. This is a mistake.
0: I originally put down Abby Maria, and I don't know why. But because it's Abby Maria, that's why. Yes. But at at this point, at this point, she can't win the game. So should she keep getting worse player? If she deserves mm-hmm. it. If, if, if someone else isn't making moves that actively prevents them from winning the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, her
2: spot really can't get much worse. So that's why I didn't give it to her in this one, because Penner actually made his spot worse. And yeah. Abby had some good ideas in this episode that people didn't hook on to, but you know.
1: Penner ended his
2: game this yes. this episode. So, you know. Episode 11, Hell Hath Frozen Over. Abby Marie is very hurt after tribal council. Malcolm is the only one to comfort her. And that's why I think right there is why Malcolm would win this game if he makes it to the end, because he is nice.
1: It, it's the Fabio effect. I mean, Nyanka and Purple Kelly voted for Fabio because he was nice. Yep. Because he did nice things. Yep. Sometimes it's all it takes. People want to reward people they like. It doesn't cost anything to be nice, except a little bit of your sanity in the case of Abby Maria. Yes, (laughs) truth. We get
2: the survivor auction, and Abby Maria is going to spend all of her money right away on the advantage, on an advantage in the game. She's all 500 bucks down It buys it. You'll love to see it. Good job, Abby. Good (laughs) job. Shockingly.
1: I I want to throw demerits because we have to remember outside of Abby Maria, the six people who are left were in a final six Mm -hmm. alliance. If they were truly committed to getting to that final six as a final six, someone should have saved their money and tried to outbid Abby Maria. But I understand like, hey, you know what? If a final six makes it to seven and something weird happens, great. I just, you know, if
2: Abby stays in the game, oh, well. Yeah, I think oh. I, I don't think any of them are that committed committed well, to it.
1: And if Abby stays thinking, oh no, someone I can definitely beat, shoot. Yeah,
2: exactly. So basically, uh, the immunity challenge is a, a three round challenge, and her advantage allows her to skip all the way to the final round. Yep. But she's gonna pretend it's like a double advantage, and pretend it was there was also a clue to a hidden immunity idol in here, and then she's gonna pretend that she goes and finds the idol. Really hilarious acting from Abby Marie in this episode.
1: It is the worst act acting i've ever seen in my life velocipastor looks like a just a <laughs> gaggle of oscar-worthy performances like wow you guys are gonna have to figure something out even if i don't win the challenge today i still have my idol i definitely went and found the idol and everyone's like okay yeah okay, there's a there's a shot of malcolm in the shelter with his buff pulled down over his eyes and she's like you know i have my idol malcolm and he's like whoa ho, ho. Oh, good oh, for you wow that's pretty impressive i'm scared
0: But, you know, at least she's trying. At least she's (laughs) trying.
1: Credit where credit's due, she's
2: trying. Yeah. You know, she, at at the immunity challenges, she's like, there's two notes in this advantage, and I don't have to read the second one. And I'm going to read the first one. Reads it. And then I'm going
1: to rip this into tiny pieces so no one else can read it. It's definitely not suspicious at all. (laughs) Don't be suspicious. Now, okay, to the part where we give Abby Maria credit. She wins. She does win immunity. She 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 bought the advantage. She wins immunity. And saves herself. I genuinely believe it.
2: Good job for Abby Maria. So Malcolm, Denise, Scoop, and Lisa all agree to vote out Penner. Lisa does not want to, but she made a commitment, so she's going to vote for Penner. So she goes to tell Penner what's happening. So Penner tries to get Carter and Abby Marie on board to take out Denise, and so that leaves Scoop as the swing vote. But Lisa, come on. You you don't have to go with Malcolm Denise. You can go back on your word. It's fine. It's, it's frustrating.
1: It is. It, it's hard to watch. And... Again, you know, Lisa and Scoopin are kind of seen as a voting block here, and they end up voting that way. Yep. But either one of them should have flipped over. Yep. Uh, and I, I guess we can just, like, get to Tribal Council yeah. now. Because at
2: Tribal Council, Penner's going to be like, Scoopin, Lisa, you can't beat Malcolm or Denise. Come with me. He's 100% right. But no, neither of them are going to flip. It's going to be four votes for Penner, three votes for Denise. I love that Penner, when he goes up to vote, he's like, Denise, so everyone can hear. <laughs> not a great move don't do that just in case she's got an idol somehow don't do that but it was funny but yeah
0: yeah take out malcolm or denise this is the time do it so one one of the things that i noticed my first time watching is i got to the end of the season i'm like wow and and this was mostly because of final trap i'm like wow i feel like lisa actually had a chance to win this game just based on her final travel performance like kind of like other people she she impressed me, and she gave more information than what I was expecting. It's really, yeah, there's a couple of things in the last couple of episodes that she could have done to put herself in position to win the game, but this is just another one of those things. Taking these guys out, not siding with them. She can beat, I th- I think she can beat quite a few people who are remaining in this game not named Malcolm or Denise. The only person that I, is in question for me is Penner. That's yep. really it.
2: She she can beat Scoopin' and Abby Maria easy. She might be able to beat Carter. Because she did something, she did something. So yeah, it's it's bad. It should have been Malcolm or Denise here.
0: Does uh other than Malcolm and Denise, does Penner beat everyone?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think Penner's third, but Malcolm and Denise are bigger threats, and people don't want to give it to a
1: returning player. They're looking for reasons not to. Exactly. Dirk, who's your best player of the episode? Oddly enough, I had Abby Maria. She won the advantage at the auction, and then she won immunity and saved herself and. You know, she can literally vote anybody out, and it's good for her, so. Truth. Well, not anybody. She needs Scoopin' and Lisa. But yes, uh, Abby Maria is mine as well.
0: I also put down Abby Maria. Who would have thought? Worst
1: player? Scoopin', because he probably should have actually flipped to vote out Malcolm. I understand, like, you and Lisa made a commitment to a four with Denise and Malcolm, but Lisa can beat Scoopin'. So Lisa has more options, and uh, Scoopin just kind of voted out one of his opportunities, and I think it was worse for him, so I I landed on him. See, I have Lisa because she actively knew it was a bad move
2: and like didn't want to do it and went through it with anyway just because she made a, a deal. And for me, that's worse. So I have Lisa just because she knew it was the wrong thing to do and did it anyway.
0: I also originally put down Lisa. Fair enough. I just thought that she was more hurt by it just because she has more potential in the game. So Penner's gone. That's my winner pick. So uh, I get to
2: move on. I'm, I moved on at the time to Malcolm and I stand by that decision.
1: It's a good good swap.
2: Yep. So we'll see how that goes. that goes for me. Episode 12 shot into smithereens. Abby Maria continues to hilariously claim that she has an idol and no one buys it for a second.
1: But she has also expanded her, mm, her repertoire of things she's going to repeat over and over again, which is I don't see why no one wants to side with me. I don't see why nobody likes me. I don't. I, apparently, I'm an unlikable person, but I don't see why that's true. So she, she doesn't. I mean, shut up. I I also don't know why no one is siding with you. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to figure out. You no,
0: know, the reason she's so insufferable
2: because and that's just insane like you want to take someone like her to the end but she's so
1: insufferable no one wants to work with her it's hilarious it's bad it's great i love it you know even penner who didn't really care for abby maria knew when it was time to work with her yep and he was hoping that other people would have the brains to do it yep uh you know so even though penner was bad by being non-committal uh (laughs) he was right about what needed to happen there he was willing to work with abby maria we get the
2: loved one's reward challenge you don't love it if you win this one malcolm wins it bad But what I do like is he brings Lisa and Scoop, and that is 100% the right choice. Those are the two people you bring with. Yep. Poor Denise. Poor Denise. So don't win this, but at least Malcolm made the
0: right call for who he picked to go with. And I think Denise is smart enough to understand this, too. Yeah, I think 100%.
1: We get no blowback for it. And even so, she would be too busy being miserable with Abby Maria to think about doing any kind of schemey plotty revenge about it and she never would now
2: there is a little bit of blowback on malcolm because lisa's
1: brother is gonna come visit and he's
2: gonna get her head back in the game like why don't you take out malcolm why don't i take out malcolm wow i had never thought about it like that and so she and Scoopin are like let's take out malcolm next
3: yes
0: malcolm wins immunity whoops (laughs) whoopsies
1: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) can't do it anymore and and the second that malcolm would get a whiff of anything like this he would play as she's gonna be sneaky it's almost like you should have done this last vote or, or two if, votes yeah, ago. I don't, I don't know if there's really much room to be sneaky anymore. I think if he doesn't there's win immunity. There's always
2: room to be sneaky.
0: There's always room to be I'm, sneaky. I'm just saying, he, if he doesn't win immunity, I think he's just waiting for a chance to use his idol. Yeah.
1: And so
2: you have to be just, good
0: enough to <laughs> lure them into a false insecurity. We've had so
2: many people vote out with idols in their pockets that there's no excuse. Well, and, You can do it.
1: And we're forgetting about like the really obvious handcuff. Fine. Vote out Denise. Tell everyone it's Malcolm. Vote out Denise yeah oh no you might burn his idol and he might keep it i don't know but that's another person Mm -hmm. you can't beat so carter is the obvious pick to go
2: out next because everyone likes him he's good at the challenges he hasn't done anything strategically but like he's likable and that can be enough nicaragua fabio (laughs) we've seen Mm -hmm. it before but everyone hates abby maria so much like it's like a bad move but for our sanity and our enjoyment of the game should we just get rid of abby maria instead and, like, the fact that they're considering this just tells you how bad she is. It's so funny.
1: Well, and what Scoopin' and Lisa actually need to be doing right now is going with Abby Maria and Carter to vote out Denise. Yes. That is what should be happening, and it does not even get brought up. It doesn't up.
2: get brought up once. Not
1: for a second.
2: What I do love is Malcolm calls Abby Maria a Dementor. Yes. From Harry Potter <laughs> at this point. She
1: just <laughs> sucks the joy out of everything. There's absolutely no life that follows her around. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, tribal
2: Councils could be five votes for Carter, one vote for Abby, Maria. It it should have been Denise. I don't know what these people were
1: thinking. Yeah, you need to you need to target Denise here. It it needs to be. Wasn't even pitched.
0: It, be, it it should be four two,
1: easy, easy. This is insane. This is absolutely absolutely insanity. And this is also after the whole like, snap Lisa back to reality. Her brother Justice snaps her back to reality. Like, oh, we need to vote out Malcolm. Yeah, but there's someone. Oh, there goes gravity. There's two. There's two. So uh he only snapped her halfway back to reality. It's like he he needed to tell Lisa exactly what she needed to do and apparently they just never got around to discussing Denise. It's like who's your number 2 option? Carter? Which okay. Which like I'm going to give Denise her accolades. Obviously, she was chameleon enough to yep. to the people that she chose to bring this far. Good for her. I wonder if
0: I wonder if Malcolm is just that big of a threat that they don't perceive Denise as a threat because of <laughs> but it. But like, she gets brought up as a threat. They're later. overlooking something that she gets brought up as a threat later. Like people say, like it's one
2: of these two who's going to win. So that's not happening. It's insane. It's actually crazy. It, it's wild. For best player, I have Malcolm. He he did pick the right people for reward, even if he shouldn't have won it. But he did win immunity, and he knocked out a big threat to him in Carter. Carter has been a. I think he's one of the most
1: immunity challenges that everybody left at this point.
2: So yeah, he's the, the biggest physical threat in the game. So make it easier for Malcolm to win. So I have Malcolm as my best player.
1: I did land on Malcolm because ultimately he saved himself. They would have at least targeted him, I believe, if he hadn't won. But man, it's splitting hairs with Denise because at some point you have to respect the fact that they never even talked about her. Yep. like that—that that is weeks and weeks of subtle gameplay paying off for her. That they would vote out a literal zombie before her, uh, just just the walking corpse that is the the walking husk that is Carter. Walking who, dead. Who, by the way, we've heard is lovely in real life. Yeah, so, I think he
2: just like starved to death on the
1: island. Yeah, very much the Mitch effect. Uh, yeah, Mitchell so,
2: Olson from uh, season two.
1: Yeah, so you know I get it, but man, Denise, like I'm I'm just giving you your props. So it, it is Malcolm, but. You know, it's really Matt saying,
2: I think with Carter, with Mitchell, there's another one that this happens to uh, where they just gonna waste away. I was just thinking our buddy, uh, our good friend, Jordan Snyder should not go on Survivor. He's got the same body type. I think I would kill him. He's not tall like Mitchell, but he is a buck 20 soaking right. wet. So yeah, Jordan, if you're listening to this, I worry yeah. if you go on Survivor, you he, might starve it death. You
1: might want to put on about 20, 25. Yeah.
2: Do the whole Penner because Penner put on like 40 pounds to go on this season.
1: Yeah. Jordan, probably tree 50.
2: Yeah. About tree 50.
0: About tree feeding.
2: Yeah, I, I I, also had Malcolm. How about worst player? I had Michael Scoopin. Uh, he didn't take out Denise. You know, Abby at least tried her idle maneuver. That's why I didn't give it to her. And Lisa partially got her head back in the game. Like, they each did something positive. Or Scoopin didn't, I guess. It's, it's kind of splitting hairs. I
1: gave it to Scoopin. I gave it to Scoopin because I think he no longer can win the game. I think, like, I, I understand that Carter was way more likable than he was, and Carter probably wins, but I think Scoopin's ideal final three is gone, because I, I saw Lisa as that much more well-liked based on the edit. Now, whether or not that's true, I don't know. This is just my opinion yeah. based on what I saw going through the first time. So I thought that here, Scoopin loses. Like, definitively. He is, He's out. He's done. He's gone.
0: Yeah, I, I give it to Lisa just because I already kind of considered Scoopin as already losing the game so i i didn't give it to him because of that it was yeah give credit lisa for being like oh let's look at malcolm but i feel like there's even more like demerit to give to her just because she didn't switch to denise like carter i guess you can make the argument when i was watching i didn't think carter would have had a chance to beat lisa the social part people liking him didn't really come through in the edit so there's there's that whole situation, but I think that Lisa was the most impacted by someone like him going home. She has to be perfect now from here on out. Little Miss Perfect. She only has two people left yep. that she can go to go to the
2: end with. It's true. I can't fight that one. This one was splitting hairs for me. It,
1: literally everyone who didn't vote out Denise here was wrong. Yep. So I And what what were you guys'
0: I said picks? uh scooping. I said scooping. So I guess it's Scoopin'.
1: Yeah. So, but I, I can't fight you at All
2: Lisa's a perfectly fine pick as far as I'm concerned. Yep. I don't even need you to tie break this. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even ask you to. I'd be like, that's justifiable. <laughs> Episode thirteen, gouge my eyes out. Abby's very still saying she's got an idol, and no, no one believes it still. <laughs> but Scoopin' wins reward. He's going to bring Malcolm and Lisa with on the reward. They are going to make a final three deal. Cool. Yeah, make the deal. That's fine. No big deal. Because they, they will turn on Malcolm. They are going to eventually turn on Malcolm, which is... That's fine. But just make the deal. Malcolm is going to win immunity again, so he's safe. And this is the final five, and this was the last time he could play his idol. So he was safe no matter what. Really.
0: Not 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 a big deal that he wins immunity. Yeah, now... It's almost like you should have taken him out a while yeah, ago. Yeah,
1: now the big question for Malcolm is, you know, do you use the idol to save someone to try and dictate the game? But if it's going away that you like it, just let it happen. Yeah. And honestly, I think... Going into this tribal, if I'm Malcolm, I just keep my idol and I don't play it. I I think if Denise goes home, that's good for you. And if anyone else goes home, that's also pretty good for you. Uh, Doesn't matter. You're winning if you get there. Exactly.
2: So it's either going to be Abby Maria or Denise. And Scoop and Lisa are like wearing their options. Keep Denise that they come up with. is like, we should keep Denise because she's better at challenges than Abby Maria. And she can help us beat Malcolm. Okay. But you have to reasoning. beat both of them. They both beat you. They both have to go, and you take Abby and Rita at the end, and one of you will win, probably Lisa. But at least Scoopin's got a chance. Like,
1: what? What? Yeah, again, and this is just more idiocy. Like, you're right. Denise is arguably the person best equipped to beat Malcolm at any random given individual immunity mm-hmm. challenge. Fine. You can't beat her. They they both have to go. Lisa. Scooping a- Abby, you're out of options. Like, I mean, Scooping and Abby are like out, out. But Lisa, you're out of options. Take out Denise. Denise has to go.
0: <laughs> it's always frustrating because I, I can't think of specific seasons, but we've definitely had it before where it gets to this final like four, five ish area, and people start thinking about who the biggest threat is in the game. And like, yeah, that might be the biggest threat, but there's also a second biggest threat mm-hmm. that can can beat you too and they're so focused on that one person and how they can beat them in any immunity challenge that they ruin their other chances to win the game you can't
2: get tunnel vision you know jeff kent was not the only person with tunnel vision this season jeff was focused on penner they are focused on malcolm and they 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 forget the rest of the game and so i think if i was gonna you know be a consultant here for a moment one thing i would want people to look for is watch scooping and lisa's game And take note of everything they do wrong. Because there's a lot. So that would be the big thing is you don't want to play like Scoop or Lisa.
1: And I'll bring it all the way up to, uh, I think, season 42 for a second. Marianne, she is in the Lisa spot at this point in the game. And you know what she does? She takes out Lindsay, the Denise of the season. Yep. And Marianne wins because she goes to the end with the right people. Yep. Lisa could have done that. Marianne, I think, very much played a Lisa style game. Very slow for different like very slow out of the gate for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of got under people's skin, annoyed people for different reasons, but found a way to turn it on. Was Gained some um, not really considered a threat at all. Wasn't considered a threat, bit of a sleeper, and then comes up to the end and realizes, wait, I have a chance, I need to come alive talks about how like oh yeah i'd rather be at the end with someone i can beat than someone that i like which is one of the big things that marianne gave at her final tribal Mm -hmm. council but she actually got rid of the Lindsay. she got rid of the omar and Lisa 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 is not doing that so i was watching this and i was like i've seen the sequel where the person does this right yep
2: yep that's that's very astute derek well done thank
0: you
1: And both very good final tribal councils,
0: too. Yeah.
2: Yes. I'll I'll still say Lisa had a really good final tribal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She she definitely um, went above and beyond what people expected from her.
1: Marianne just had the moves to back up. I would make an argument that Lisa played a better game than Marianne. Up until this
2: point. I I won't. I won't. I won't do that. Denise does ask Malcolm for the idol, but he doesn't think she needs it, so he's not going to hand it over. She doesn't need it. She should, but she doesn't. But then Malcolm shouldn't have handed it over. Anyway, let her go. Sorry, you got to cut her. She'll understand. Tribal council... Abby Maria ridicules Scoopin' and it's hilarious. He's like, you and Lisa can't beat Denise and Malcolm. I don't know what you're doing. Well, and then Jeff comes in.
1: Scoopin, what do you think about this? And then Abby's like, he's an idiot. He's a moron. Abby, can I finish? You're a moron. Abby, can I finish? (laughs) No, you're a moron. You gotta vote out Denise. (laughs) She's right. And she's sitting there. Jeff, realistically... I've resigned. I can't win. Well, Abby, why are you fighting? I'm not going to quit. I want to get to the end, I, at least. I want to get to the... I want to see this thing through. If, I, if I'm going to be hated, I might as well make it to the finals. Make more money that way. Perfect. You know what, Abby? As much of a reason to fight as any, that third place check. And she's 100% right. I am so mad for her that, again, these people who are claiming to be, like, ready to play the game, don't. They don't play it.
2: Four votes, Abby. Maria, one vote, Denise... Should have been Denise.
1: this should have been Denise. Control C, control V here. Derek, best player of the final five? That's Malcolm. You know, he he won immunity, which kept him from going home. But more importantly, he didn't play his idol for Denise. He was totally okay with the other three coming together to vote her out. He votes with Denise. Hey, I never betrayed you, but do you really expect me to play my idol for you? Nah, I'm not going to do that.
2: Plus, he made the final three deal with Lisa and Scoopin' on her which I like. Yeah. Josh,
1: I had Denise. Oh, okay. For for a fun thought exercise, because we blew through this episode really fast, should Malcolm try and take out Denise here as well? I wouldn't be mad if he did. I, I'm actually a little sad because, like, she played the same game, maybe cut out that X-Factor because she's so likable, and the whole she's been to every tribal council. He's, literally he, all you know, he's going to bring that up as well, like, in the coming episode. Maybe you do just... Cut Denise here while you can. Try and talk some sense into Lisa and Scoop. And, like, hey, we really should bring Abby Maria to the next level. Uh, And maybe he did. But we didn't see it. So I'm going to say he should have done it.
0: I think it depends on how confident he is in the next challenge and, you know, kind of alliance that he has going on. Because obviously he's just the sitting duck there with the other three so it's gonna come down to whether or not he can win a challenge and it comes down to that regardless that's that's what it ends up being but i don't think he knows that right now it, it even seemed like that in the finale that he thought that
1: they were really actually going to side with him and vote out Denise. Exactly. So, so why wouldn't they side with him and vote out Denise and keep him over Abby Maria next time too, you know? And, and maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe he wanted there to be another big threat yeah, for I, them to take out. I would think that's probably why. And, I mean, you know, that's
0: kind of where I'm, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, and you know what, I've talked myself into it. I think Malcolm going with Denise is bene- beneficial for both of them, honestly, because it's like, ha ha. You've backed yourselves into a corner. Congratulations. One of us just won. Yeah. So, you know what? Good for both of them, I guess.
2: You know, if if you want a Matt Singh to win, that's the right move. Yeah.
1: Because Abby's just too tempting to take to the end. Well, and they're hedging themselves. Like, yeah. in case one of these yahoos win, like we, you know, one of us. One of us. Is Is there a alternate scenario here where Denise and Malcolm
0: pair up with Abby Maria? I mean they could, but I um, don't I mean, maybe to take out Scoopin', physical threat scooping. They, I mean they they don't need to by any means, oh. but as far as like mitigating any sort of risk of them all teaming up, like if they get together and just be like, Hey, come on over here. Let's vote out that guy, let's vote out Lisa. I don't think it really matters. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think it matters much. If anything, maybe you cut Scoopin, the final returner, out, and Abby's a big nothing burger in challenges. So like it's yeah. Splitting hairs, but they're, you know, 1A and 1B to win the season. So, how about worst player? I have Lisa because you got to vote Denise. If she now wants any shot at winning, the second Abby Maria goes home, Lisa can no longer definitively win the game, in my Correct. opinion. Lisa loses the game here. So, Scoopin' lost it definitively last episode. No, no, no. Scoopin' lost it definitively well, well, in the pre-merge. Well, you have to remember, though, for me watching it, yes. I, I couldn't see that. So, for me, going first time through, Scoopin' definitively lost last episode when Carter went. But I'm giving you more information. Y- yes, I understand. And then for this episode, Lisa definitively lost. That sure. is correct. So. uh,
2: Yeah, Lisa.
0: It should be Lisa. For some reason, I put down Scoopin'.
1: I think it was just because of the
0: blow-up at Tribal. It doesn't matter. But as far as just playing poorly... I, th- I think that's why I put him down. Sure, but for exactly the same reason as what I had last episode, it probably should be Lisa. Yes,
2: <laughs> Abby Maria will play
1: again. Do we want to see it, Derek? You have the floor. All righty. So I've only seen Abby Maria before this watch through in Game Changers. No, Cambodia. Oh, uh, sorry, Cambodia. And I gotta say, she annoyed me. what she she annoyed me in that season quite a bit hot hot Um, take and and honestly as much as i don't like bringing this guy up you know he's on the scooping level of i don't like to talk about him but jeff varner has a confessional in second chances where he goes she's like our own personal brazilian soap opera we just get to press the buttons to choose the volume and choose the channel i think about that way more often than i should in reference to survivor but i gotta say the post-merge Abby Maria in Philippines was so, so entertaining that I have officially switched to Team Ryan. woo And I want Abby Maria on every season. Hell yeah. It doesn't need to be Abby Maria, but, like, an Abby Maria person needs to be on every season. And, frankly, that is what seasons 41, 42, and 43 were certainly missing is the complete and undeniable bomb that is wild card.
2: Yeah, the closest we've had in recent years is Nora. It's the closest. Nora didn't have the temper. Yeah, she was just kind of nuts.
1: It's Nora. It's Debbie. Reem is down the same line, yep. but like you know, she's also incredibly nice. Yeah, and you know, p- people liked living with Reem. Just yeah,
2: yeah, but like those just kind
1: of kooky
2: characters who
1: will shake things up.
2: I always think are really fun.
1: Now. We do know that Debbie and Nora have some issues outside of the game. Problematic
2: issues inside of the game.
1: I have never heard of any issues with Abby Maria nope. outside of the game. Thus me saying, if I want these kinds of archetypes on my seasons of Survivor, give me Abby Maria every single time. <laughs> yeah, apparently she's very nice outside of the show. That's
2: what I've heard. That's all I've heard.
1: So I, I, I am full team Abby. I love you. You made the post merge so much fun. One of my favorite villains to root against without actively hating her as mm-hmm. a as a person. Uh so I I've completely changed my tune. I just wanted to, to share that. And Josh is officially outmanned, outgunned, and uh outvoted. Abby Mario, the Castway Consultants officially cast you on every season. Yep.
0: It's true. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I, I, I'm so
1: happy. I, I'm so happy that you came to that conclusion all on your own, Derek. Uh, Tell me Edge of Extinction no. wouldn't have been better with Abby Maria. Tell me Island of the um, Idols wouldn't have been better with Abby Maria.
0: Okay, you're tossing it on terrible seasons. Yes! I think you can...
1: <laughs> yes! Tell me a bad season would not be made better by Abby Maria. Tell me. Where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> and both seasons that Abby Maria has been on have been Fantastic.
0: There's, there's, a, a, a come. Com, put her on the worst season ever, or the worst, any of the worst seasons, and make it better. Like, okay, yeah, it'll make it better, but that's not what you're advocating. You're advocating putting her on every single season. Yes, <laughs> she, she makes every season better. Yes. No. No. <laughs> uh, was this was it entertaining? For a little bit, yes. Was it annoying for the entire time? Yes. Could there be entertain some entertaining moments in the future? Sure. Why not? I am a founding member of Team Chaos. <laughs> but i i appreciate a middle amount of chaos i don't i don't need 100% chaos 100% of the time there's a point where we fall off the cliff because it's just too much and and, and abby marie is too much uh, so you don't so, want her back no i do not want her back i th- i think that we can get wild card players, people who will shake up the game because they're either bad or they are just crazy in general, and you can find those people not named Abby Maria. You
1: know, Josh, this is where, like, Ryan and I think that the movie Bullet Train is, like, a perfect movie, and you say that it's just really good. I, I-, I don't quite follow because, like, this kookiness, like, Nayanka and and Abby Maria, by the way, neither of them are zeros strategically. Abby right. understands what she needs to do, but they're both absolute zeros socially, uh, pretty much absolute. Yep. Like Nyanca's better than Abby Maria socially. So like they understand the game, but they're not annoying to us. They're annoying to the people who are out there trying <laughs> yep. to win a million dollars.
0: I I think what it is actually is in general. I don't really like to see. It. Like these types of players returning for a second or third season like whatever it ends up being because at that point everyone knows their game already it's, it's the same way as like if someone that everyone loves a giant hero like knows their game they have to play something completely different that's not what that's gonna be the next time it's gonna still be someone who is so lacking of self-awareness and just Bad at the game, doing the exact same thing as now. Yeah, she's like, an obstacle. Yeah, di- different. <laughs> exactly, different things are going to happen, of course, but it's still just going to be bad overall. And none of that is probably going to end up changing. So I that, I I don't really enjoy just seeing the the copy and paste. And m- my point is going to be backed up with one next season as well.
1: And you know I'll agree with you on to a certain extent. I don't want to see necessarily Abby, Abby Maria back on like a, a maybe a fans versus favorites. I do like her on a full returner season where it's like okay now you've got a bunch of returners, but you want archetypes that are very different on that full returner season. I would also take her back on a captain season with uh, with Nora and Debbie. Um, captain season with frickin' Abby Maria it sounds amazing. So anyway, uh, I, I rest my case for now. I hear you, Josh. I get it. I feel you are wrong, but here we go.
0: Yeah. I said my piece. I would
1: honestly take Abby
2: Marie over any of the captains in Edge of Extinction. <laughs> Stand by that. All right. Let's get to the finale million dollar question. Scoopin' thinks he can beat Malcolm. LOL. I don't know about that. So, yeah. Yes, we do. We have a reward challenge for an advantage in the final immunity challenge. Malcolm wins it. He seems like he's going to be a lock to win uh, the final immunity challenge and go all the way to the end and win the game. What could go wrong? Denise tries to make a final three deal with Malcolm, but he pulls a penner and doesn't follow through. He's like,
1: eh, maybe. And so Denise goes immediately to Lisa Scoop. But like, hey, you guys want to make a final three deal? Yep. And... Honestly, I don't know that this makes a difference. No. I think Denise would have cut him anyway, but we were fed it, so we have to talk about it. Hey Derek, it's your favorite thing. It's fallen comrades. I played with my kid. I grabbed him by the ankles and I shook him out and he laughed. You gotta shake the baby. Hysterically. He's not a baby anymore. He is yeah, a he's, he's a baby. He he is a pre toddler. Toddlers are babies. No, they're not. Yes, they absolutely. No. Are. <laughs> Toddlers are just big babies. Ba- babies, no, they're not. <laughs> babies aren't capable of uh, really hurting themselves. Emory is highly capable of hurting himself if I don't watch him. Yeah, he's a big baby. I, I turn around for a second, and he's got his hand in a drawer, or he's. Doing a gorilla pose. He's hitting pose. his head on the ground. He's doing a gorilla on pose on purpose. Yeah, on, on the coffee table. Emery, if you're listening to this in 20 years, yeah, this, this is what you did.
2: Yeah, I can confirm I've seen most of this. Yes. Final immunity challenge, it's the one where from Micronesia where they had to, like, hold a ball in, like, a guru on a stick. And then they added, like, pieces of wood to the stick.
1: And you have to push them together. Yeah. Like, you have to brace your Pressure. arms. Yeah. Uh,
2: you have to have really steady hands to do this. And Malcolm's advantage is if he drops, he gets a second life. Unfortunately, Malcolm is like me and has very shaky hands, and the more nervous and intense it gets, the shakier they get. So Malcolm, uh, anyone with that ability or disability, not disability, but like they don't have the ability to keep their hands steady, give them 100 lives and they're going to lose. And he says as much. Yeah, Malcolm has no chance of winning this challenge. I have no chance of winning this challenge unless it was a 1v1 against Malcolm. I might be able to pull it out. This this is like the worst nightmare For me, if I ended up having to do this challenge for a shot in the the final tribal
0: council. It's
1: the million dollar challenge. That I can't do. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: I would have next to no chance at this. My family is notorious for having shaky hands.
1: (laughs) For whatever it's worth, I do not have shaky hands. Uh, Good for you. But I've got no upper body strength, so there's where I lose. So Malcolm drops twice before anyone else does, so he's out first. But Scoopin's
2: going to end up winning, so he's going to the final tribal council. If only he wasn't a pedophile. This would be so satisfying.
1: Well, and, you know, even on paper, because, again, this is beforehand, right? If he had gone with the right people, maybe he has a shot to win and be, Mm, you know, another returner to win. I don't think so. I I don't think he ever had a shot. People don't like him. But, like, it
2: would have been cool to have a guy who got burned in a fire the first time come back and make it to the end. Like, that's
0: a great story. If only. If only. If only. Hey, you didn't know at the time. We didn't know at the time. That's why Philippines was so fun when it aired live. In in that bubble, Ryan watching it for the first time, like you got you you probably loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I no, I absolutely did. I loved
2: this season when it was live. I still love this season. Ryan
0: Ryan loved Scoop nope. so much. Nope,
2: No, 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 no. So Denise works on convincing Scoop and to take out Malcolm, whereas Malcolm was the opposite. But it's going to end up being Tribal Council. Three votes Malcolm, one vote Denise. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess you can call it the right move, but it. Doesn't really matter. Nope. it's deciding who's getting a million dollars. Malcolm and Denise, and you know maybe Malcolm wins in
2: a shutout against them, and because Scoop and Lisa Rich are each going to get one vote, who knows? But I, I think you got to take on Malcolm here.
1: You, you have to try, I, honestly. Given the way that the game has gone, I almost wish that Malcolm would have gone up to Lisa and said, "Listen, you can't beat Denise. You can't beat me. Who deserves it? And just one last play. Sure. Like, come on. If you, if you really think that you can beat Denise, vote me out." If not, bring the person who deserves it more. But she does
0: say this in the reunion show. Like Jeff, kind of gives her that uh the old question, like, "Did you think he had a shot going in?" And she kind of just hymns and haws and has a really long answer, she, which basically no. means no. She
1: basically says no. I, I respect you know taking out the top dog. You know you can say you did it until the very last moment. I understand, but you know that could have been one play that Malcolm made that sure. we didn't see, Josh. Best player of the final four.
0: I had Denise just because she's
1: there. <laughs> I Denise won a million dollars. Yep, she convinced Scoop and Lisa to take her, not Malcolm. Yeah, D- Malcolm was wishy washy, and got, I mean he got voted out. And I, De- Denise guess, made the final yeah. three. Deal with them. So
0: I, I don't think there was much convincing that was going on, but sure,
1: yeah. Uh, worst player.
0: I had no one because they already lost. Yeah, they made the right
2: move. Like like this at this point in the game, they made the right move. Yeah. No, so I have no one. It's dishonorable
0: it's, mention to Scoopin and
1: Lisa. Sure. Dishonorable mention, but no actual. award. <laughs> yeah. Within within the, the first portion four. of this episode, there is NA. There's no no worse player.
2: So Malcolm will play again. Do we want to see it? Oh yes.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Hundred
2: percent. He's fantastic. Love Malcolm.
1: Easy, easy, easy yes. One of one of the easiest yeses I've ever had.
2: Yep. Uh easy yes since uh Abby Maria.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, guys, mm-hmm. those who are just listening
2: to this, uh, if you could only see Josh's face. Check this mm-hmm. out on YouTube. Yeah, you can if you want. And see Josh's face. It's just gold. Mm-hmm. he He's so unamused right now.
0: <laughs> he
1: agrees yeah, with Malcolm sure.
2: and Abby Maria, yeah. maybe even more so than we do. Yeah, definitely. It's a grand old time. <laughs> All right, so Derek, you and I have lost our winner picks.
1: Yeah. So who did you move on to after Malcolm was voted out? Scoopin', obviously, he's got to win. You know, he won final immunity, and, you know, the edit is showing us, much like Gabler, like, everyone's saying I don't have a chance to win, but I don't know about that. Okay, let's try again. It's Denise, and it's 100% Denise, and there's no doubt that it's Denise, and it should be Denise. Agreed. Hey, look at that. All three of us got it right. We all had Denise in the end. First try. First
0: try. Look at, mm, yes. Look
1: at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have
0: thought? <laughs> Congrats, everyone. We did
1: it. You know, we only moved one, or I guess I only moved once. You moved twice, yeah. and then Josh is a cheater. Probably. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, final travel
2: council. We'll start with the opening statements. I don't have a ton to talk about here. There's two jurors in particular I want to talk about, and then I want to talk kind of broad strokes. Uh, with what was going on with this final tribal council. Because it's a very vindictive tribal council. One of the most bitter overall, I would say. But it's not exactly bitter. It's angry. I think there's a difference. Yeah. Which we'll get into in a second. Let's start with the opening statements. Denise talks about how she had to assimilate into three different tribes. Matt Singh, Calabaugh, and then the Merge. She made moves. She worked hard. She changed the game and survived every tribal council. Great. Love it for Denise.
0: Great opener.
2: Lisa... She's like, yeah, my strategy was kind of ugly. I kind of fell on my face a few times, but I got my head in the game after the family visit and learned and grew and tried to make moves in the end. Okay. And I think this does win some people over where Lisa's going to say, like, yeah, I did do stuff. But she's like, yeah, you did do stuff. You just didn't do enough stuff. And that's kind of where we're going to be like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Should have gotten your head in the game earlier. Yes, exactly.
1: I, I really wish that Lisa would have played up to the 10 dang members on the jury. I did not turn on you until it was absolutely hopeless. Yes. I, I left Tandang when the ship was halfway sunk. Yeah, it was over. She brings this up later when prompted, but she should have opened with that. Yep. And
2: then Scoopin basically just says, you know, he had the target of being a returning player on his back. No one wanted returning players in this game, and yet he still made it.
0: If you're going to go for an angle, I guess that's it's the a, one. It's a
2: decent angle. It's just Scoopin has no chance. <laughs> Until Penner stands up. So, so here's the deal with this tribal council. So it's really just the jurors mostly lashing out, at everybody in anger because Denise was such a huge favorite going. She was winning. She was winning. Nobody respected Scoop and no, going into this, nobody really, really respected Lisa. A few people came around to her, but Denise is winning. They knew what the outcome was going to be, so they just seized their opportunity to be kind of mad and angry and, and, and spiteful and basically just lashed out at everyone because There was really no tension about who was going to win. That's what this is. It's just a bunch of angry people. They're not bitter, though, because they do vote for the person who deserves to win, I think.
1: That's a fine way to to delineate the definition, I think. Yeah. Bitter Um, means that you vote for someone else out of spite. Yep. And angry is like, fine, here's your vote, but I'm still pissed.
2: You're going to win this, but I'm going to make it uncomfortable for you. Yes. Kind of thing. Because people are mean to Denise. Why? What did Denise do? Uh, except to Abby Maria. I can understand. Abby why. Maria, I understand. That, so I love Denise, but like the one hole I think she has in her game is she, and you know, this is in everybody's game.
1: She didn't handle Abby Maria in the best way. And to be fair, that that's a two-way street. Yep. And Abby Maria definitely uh, clogged up the Suez Canal. Yes. What a reference. <laughs> that one will be dated in a few years. It's already dated. (laughs) It's already dated.
0: That's fine.
2: So there's only two jurors I really want to talk about because everybody else just kind of pissy. And even these two are pissy, but, like, at least they had something of note to say, Malcolm accuses niece of just appeasing people and, like, nodding along with everything they're saying. She's like, yeah, that's true. Uh, That's kind of what I do as a therapist. She appeased him. I,
0: I, and it was it was great because as he's saying, like, <laughs> he's basically saying, like, you're nine at everything. And she's like, oh, yeah. Huh? Like, Stop
2: <laughs> nodding. Like, nodding. I swear to God.
1: He's... Stop nodding.
2: But she's like, yeah, I mean, that was part of my social strategy. That's what I do in real life. Fair enough. Sorry, not sorry. And then Abby Bria says she was, like, super hurt by Denise. And Denise does want up to, like, I could have handled some stuff better. I stand by some of the stuff I said, but I am sorry if you were genuinely hurt. Like, I, that wasn't my
1: intention. Abby's going to vote for Denise. It works. Uh, right. And w- let's tie this together a little bit because we've talked about apologizing in your final tribal council. Denise did say her very first thing was first and foremost, I will not apologize for anything that I did in this game to get here. Any of her moves. Right? Uh, sure. Uh, well, and even I don't remember exactly how she phrased it, but when she did apologize to Abby, she said, "I could have handled everything with you better, and I am sorry if I hurt you. That's just for hurting her feelings. Yes, so that's okay. Yep, we like uh, that. And, and we have advocated for that in the past. You can apologize if someone's been hurt, but don't apologize for the moves exactly. that you needed to make. Exactly. So,
2: it's going to end up being six votes for Denise, one vote for Scoop, and one vote for Lisa. Carter's going to vote for Scoop just because they were super close. I'm sure he regrets that vote. <laughs> and then RC is going to vote for Lisa, and she really tries to like congratulate herself by being like, I knew you were a threat the whole time. That You were such a big threat, and I knew it. I wanted to get rid of you. Good for me, because I knew you were a threat. So, like, okay, RC.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> whatever. Uh, but six one one, The person who's a giant threat just got tied for a yeah. second. Yeah, one vote.
1: So, who would we have voted for? Uh, Scoopin'. Kidding. Denise. It's easy.
0: You heard it here first.
1: Yeah,
2: it's Denise. You know, Scoopin' has the most challenge wins. You know, he played the best physical game, but... Denise has social and strategic locked. So it's Denise. It's easy.
1: In the name of the game, my vote goes to Denise. Clearly the runaway favorite. And and for good reason. She earned it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Denise does play again. Do we want to see it? I want her to play m- more than what she does. Yeah, same. I would have loved yep. to see her. Uh, game Changers, I guess. Yeah, she you know? would have been a good pick for Game Changers. I love Denise. Mm-hmm. Denise is one of those Survivor players who just kind of... Every once in a while pops up in the Survivor-verse. And every time she does, it's um, it's always for just very wholesome reasons. And I adore her for that. Yep. Uh, adore is probably like me maybe talking down to her. I don't want to do that at all. I, I just... Denise is one of my favorite Survivor contestants of all time. Honestly, one of my favorite winners. She's easily top five, but maybe right around that four or five. I just, I need to think about it. But a very worthy, deserving, wonderful person winner. Very satisfying ending to Philippines. Her or Malcolm. Again, like it was all season, 1A, 1B. So it's Denise. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Denise is one
2: of those players who uh, not only do I love her as a player, but like as a person. Like, she seems like a great person as well. Everything I know about her, she's awesome. So, hell yeah, bring Denise back.
3: Duh.
0: (laughs) I I don't
2: think I need to add anything. All right. Reunion show isn't super memorable. Lisa's going to win fan favorite. Dawson runs up and kisses Jeff. That's not cool.
1: I, I will say, we were watching this together, and we were all like, ooh. Ooh. That's not cool. Like, I mean, it's one thing if it was planned, I guess, but the way that it was set up was very impromptu. Yep. And like, I'm I, I don't want to be one of those guys, but I'm gonna say this: like, reverse those roles, yep. and that is very clear uh, sexual assault. If a guy did that to uh, uh, Julie uh, from Big Brother, yeah, Julie Chen, not okay.
2: It's not okay here, and you know, it, it, and even if you was single, it wouldn't be okay. But Jeff is married.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Jeff, you know, the showman that he is, he, he, you know, he's like, oh, well, my wife kisses better, and you know, it, it gets dropped after that. But like, this, this is not okay. Yeah, not cool. Uh, so, um, Dawson, nah, bad, nah, bad. Don't love that. Very bad. Let's wrap up this season. Let's wrap up this season. Bye, Dawson. Uh, let's get into best and worst player of the season. And just a reminder, we
2: only count the 11 people who make the merge. Pre-merge people do not count. Um, so who is the best
1: player of the season? Derek, who do you got? Uh, it's Malcolm at number one, uh, but Denise is right at behind. Us. So yeah. I, I, I do feel the need to mention both of them because they played very different games. And because Malcolm's threat management was not something that he worried about people actively forgot about denise and she used that to her advantage so it's malcolm the best because if he makes it to the end i think he wins but denise is a very strong b so i'm gonna i'm gonna mention both yeah 99 percent of the time malcolm wins this season if it wasn't that challenge i think malcolm wins
2: so
0: malcolm but denise is one b yeah, I had Malcolm as my best player as well for all the stuff you guys said. And the only thing that really sets them apart is I just feel like Malcolm was a little bit more present during the, especially during the post-merge. Obviously, they did almost everything together in the pre-merge, but just kind of, it, it, he he did, for, at least for me, set
1: himself apart after they did all merge together. Denise just carried it home in the end. Well, and even if you look at the makeup of the jury... It's a bunch of Tandang people that didn't get a chance to talk to Denise at all before the merge. Uh, So, you know, that time on the beach is not something that can be oversold. So Jeff does a small poll. I'll talk about it for just one second at the reunion show where he's like, you know, if it is Denise and Malcolm in the final three together, does Malcolm win? And the hands were pretty hesitant. I don't know that it would have carried over, though, in real time on the island. I think Malcolm wins. Yeah,
2: I, I don't think... Jeff's poll was very good. It wasn't a great scientific poll. He just kind of rushed through it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't really set it up nicely. I think people looked a little confused. Yeah. Like, did he ask a question? Yeah. So, so it was a little off this time. So. so
1: so I am not committing that to canon at all. But I've also, of course, not read any interviews with any players or anything like that. So yes. can't speak to it. I can just say that Malcolm played a near flawless game. Yep. Um, so I think if he makes it, he wins. How about worst player? H- Abby Maria. <laughs> is it is it a question? Yeah, it's Abby Maria.
0: It's Abby. Honorable mention to Scoopin, but it's Abby Maria. Yeah. I think it's fair. Dishonorable mention to Sorry. Scoopin', sorry, Bob. dishonorable mention. <laughs> now, if we did include pre-merge players,
2: I I just want to point out that I think we'd probably give Zayn best player of the season.
1: Yes. I mean, obviously. But I think can. that's fair. So Malcolm is best, Abby Maria is, is worst. And we get them both back. You know, I would really love Zayn back in a uh, first boot season. Oh, that'd be the best Zane, oh, Zane, <laughs> Francesca, Vream. Can you imagine? I want it. I want it. I want it. I, I do, too. I still want this. Uh, let's get to Jeff Watch. Derek, did you have anything notable? You know, the only thing that I wanted to bring up, we only talked about it once, but me oh my, did Jeff lay into Abby Maria every single tribal council after it came out that she was despised abhorrently by everyone left. Every single tribal council, he, he had like a quota where he was like, Abby, why are you still fighting? Nobody likes you. There's no way you win. Why are you even here? You should just quit. You should just go walk into the ocean. I think Jeff wanted to poke the bear, but I think he secretly loves Abby Maria. i I agree. Yeah, uh, but uh, the other thing, he prompted Abby to show his show her idol to everyone. So that was, again, you know that was just Jeff having a a, a standard. I'm just gonna ask the question. But he really felt. I felt like he was really into this season, especially in the post merge. He was really enjoying the back and forth at the Tribals. I felt like he was as shocked at what was going on as many of the players were. So. I think this season brought him back into Survivor a little Because One World, you know, he had his talk show thing or whatever. Yeah. And then he felt recommitted, reinvigorated yeah, here. Yeah, I think he enjoyed Philippines. Plus, his talk show got canceled,
2: so he, like, threw himself back into it. Yeah. And I know, you know, people don't like 26, but he likes 26. Jeff Probst is a big fan of 26. So I think that also helped him, too, just because he really enjoyed that season, as far as I know. I think there's a big run here. Like, the next four seasons, Jeff just loved. So I think that's what keeps him on the show. Whether or not the a good thing, that's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most people are probably more happy about that than me, but you
1: know, hey, you know, I'm glad he found his passion for it again. Yeah, at the very least. Well, and we don't have 40, almost 44 seasons of Survivor without Jeff. Yeah, um, I, I genuinely believe that. So, as much gruff as we give him, he is the engine behind the show, um, and I, I, I will always be grateful to him for that. So, always. Weather report. Uh, there's absolutely nothing to talk about for mm-hmm. the second half of this season. As a whole, man, I, I think you almost have to put the whole thing somewhere in the top 10 of Hardest so far because it was a three-week just monsoon. One of the rainiest seasons. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, once you got through that, it was sunny days ahead, and I don't remember there being a single storm in the post-merge. So that was good for them, but overall, this season sucked. Yep. Dang rain. Dang rain, Dan-, Dan Grain. All right, Josh, let's get into the most memorable moment
2: of the season. You are our memorability correspondent. Um, in the pre-merge, you had a Pete throwing his uh, uh his grenade in between Abby and R C. <laughs> Classic. Uh,
0: what do you have for the post-merge? Not a lot, honestly. Um, really? Yeah, because well, cause it, it mostly comes down to, like if I'm just like looking from the outside in, it's a lot of Abby Maria. Just... To be honest, the one in particular being kind of just like at tribal when Jeff is calling her stupid and she's arguing and yada, 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 all that stuff. It's just this big old Abbey Maria storm that's kind of going on. Yes, Malcolm and Denise just kind of like going through the game and everything, but that's that's not really one single moment. Sure. That's pretty elongated there. So that that is really all I have is the one Abbey Maria tribal council. Uh, I know, Ryan, you had one that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> Jeff Kent's Tribal Council and final words. Either his one. His final both. words. Yep. Yeah. But what I always
2: think of is Jeff realizing he's screwed at that Tribal Council. Like his face. Like like he jerks over to like Penner or somebody to his right, and that lives in my head. It's so funny to me.
1: But yeah, Jeff Jeff's vote out. I would say at Jeff at Tribal Council is probably my number one.
0: Derek, did you have anything?
1: No big nominations. I think the Jeff Kent confessional, Vote Out Confessional and the whole of Vote Out that tribal is probably the most memorable moment. There are like you said themes or mm-hmm. co- concepts that I'll be able to remember more. It's going to be the legend of Abby Maria and it's going to be the uh the the the, the life cycle of Matt Singh. Yeah. Um those are those will be the two concepts I think I take most away from the season, but as for a moment, probably I, you know from Artises. I really liked his vote out confessional too, which we didn't talk about, but he, uh, he goes, you know what? I couldn't be happier. Wait a minute. <laughs> I could have been way happier. <laughs> So, but and by the way, we never talked about it. But artist seems like a really good guy, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know he was kind of attached to he, Pete he used and to Abby. An but, Alliance
2: with two people who suck,
1: and he did say at the reunion show, like you know, if I'm not smiling, you think that I'm going to kill you. So I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's just my face. <laughs> so I I I I like artists a lot, mm. and I'd like to see him back too yeah i I think when uh
0: you know we were approaching this season we finished up 24 and we're going into 25 those are really the two big themes at least there wasn't actually a a single moment that really popped out too strongly so at least for the post-merge i will appease ryan here and and give it to uh jeff kent at at tribal council but ultimately it is not going to beat the idle blow up if you will in the pre-merge okay it was me I, I I put it there.
2: <laughs> if I was in charge of this, I would give it to Jeff Kent. Uh, that's what I think. But this is Josh's moment, so it is Pete's uh, idle clue grenade. Mm-hmm. Great
1: one, I love it. Great one. For, and great for the one. record, Josh, I think I agree with it. for For someone who has
0: watched it probably, I don't know how many times now. Uh, for for you, I think I think that you that burns into your mind a little bit more, like those those tribal faces and everything. Sure. And and I think
2: part of it is, especially for me, uh, this season kind of reinvigorated my love for Survivor, too. Because, like, if we look back, let's go all the way back to Samoa. You know, we have, at the time, we had Natalie beating Russell, and I thought that was kind of a disappointing winner. I uh, love Token Sheens, but Samoa, I thought, didn't have it at the end. I didn't like Heroes versus Villains. Nicaragua was a meme, <laughs> uh, not a very satisfying season. Redemption Island sucks. I liked South Pacific. But I, at the time, I I thought Coach should have won, and you know that has obviously changed. But at the time, I was like, oh, that's kind of a disappointing winner. One World was my least favorite season, so we had a big run of a, a season that I I kind of at the, at best was disappointing, at worst was bad. And so to have this season is so enjoyable and just so many great moments, and, and it just like burns into my head. And I just I love Philippines. Makes me happy. <laughs> On that note, let's get into season rankings. You know, I'll start us off. I struggle with this one a little bit, but ultimately I'm going to put it in first place. Wow. Whoa. I love it. Whoa. Yep. yep. It's it's my favorite one. You know, it, it does get a little bit tarnished. It, it used to be slam dunk number one up to this point. Michael Scoopin brings it down a little bit from where it was. Like, that sucks. And, and a couple of these people... Not great in real life. So, it, you know, it, it isn't as high as I used to have it, but I I, I, th- I, still think it is my number one favorite of the first 25. For reasons that I just said, this it, really brought me back into Survivor where there was a run of seasons that I was kind of disappointed in. And this, I loved it from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of context baked into your rankings. Yep. And you know what? That's what's great about subjective rankings like this. It doesn't have to be objectively the best season of Survivor for everybody, yep. but for you, absolutely. And you know what? I would never fight you on it
0: wow i was i was not expecting that no really (laughs) like it it took me like two seconds after you saying that it was number number one i'm like what
2: Yeah, I, I think it dethrones Palau for me, just because, you know, where I love Palau because it's got Oolong falling, and then, you know, Tom is a great winner, but I, I just think, like, the Jeff Kent boot, Abby Maria, this battle of good versus evil with, like, Penner and, and Tandang, you got Malcolm and Denise, and then not too much the pre-merge, you got Zayn, you have the fall of Matt Singh, which is just epic.
1: And the Tandang shenanigans. Tandang
2: shenanigans. Jonathan Penner in general. Even Zombie Carter makes me laugh. The RC,
1: RC and Abby. Pete's
2: grenade. I. This Denise is an amazing. winner. we get Malcolm, I like Lisa.
1: Man, I love this season. I just love this season, man.
0: Hmm. I'm, I'm number happy one for
1: you. Number one. Well, all right. Well, Ryan set off at number one. Uh, I'll go ahead and list my ranking. So I have. At oh, number- should I should I rank? Should I read mine out loud? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, finish, yeah, fin- finish, finish reading them.
2: Uh, Philippines, Palau, Pearl Islands, Tokachin, Vanuatu, Micronesia, China, Borneo, South Pacific, the Amazon, Fiji, Guatemala, Panama, Samoa, Africa, Australian Outback, Gabon, Marquesas, Nicaragua, Heroes vs. Villains, Cook Islands, All Stars, Thailand, One World,
1: Redemption Island. Wonderful. For number one, I have Season 16, Micronesia, followed by China, Palau, Heroes vs. Villains, and then coming in at fifth place, actually, I have Survivor Season 25, Philippines. All right. <laughs> Nice. For literally every moment that you not not moment, but every storyline that you just mentioned, there were so many satisfying arcs with satisfying conclusions. This, this read like a George R. R. Martin <laughs> novel. Uh, except we actually got to get the ending, we got a good ending
2: yeah we, we, well, who has a better story yeah who, who, than who denise has, who has
1: a better story than Denise stapley it, no one brand the broken <laughs> man who, who would Carter? Carter beating denise oh, at the yeah. that, that's the equivalent Carter winning sorry, I just Carter whatever. the white Walker. <laughs> So anyway, that was was way too funny, (laughs) Ryan. I'm sorry. Cersei, that would have been Abby Maria, which would have been great, too. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Number six, uh, Token Sheens, Pearl Islands, South Pacific, Amazon, Vanuatu, Guatemala, Australia, Nicaragua, Fiji, Exile Island, Borneo, Gabon, Africa, Cook Islands, One World, Samoa, All Stars, Marquesas, Redemption Island, and of course, Thailand. Josh.
0: I'm really struggling with this. Like, I I have a section of my rankings that I know it's going, and it's just where in that section. Good thing is is that you can change up rankings whenever, the, whenever you want to.
1: So I also have mine sort of broken out into tiers, Josh, and Philippines is the last one in my elite tier okay. of Survivor.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: All right. I think I found a spot. Starting from
0: the top, number one, China, Pearl Islands, Micronesia fans versus favorites, heroes versus villains, token sheens palau amazon vanuatu and then philippines so nine i think yep Yep. nine so ninth place still kind of in that semi upper tier i don't i don't really know where my break off would be for like whatever would be considered elite i think i'd need to wait a little bit to figure that out but yeah i i I enjoyed the season but i also enjoyed a lot of those other seasons as well so that's that's the tough part oh. about it.
1: It's
2: almost like Survivor's a good show.
1: Yeah. It's almost like Elite Survivor is like elite elite television. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, a show that's okay that hasn't the occasional amazing season. <laughs> the average Survivor season is amazing.
0: The the worst part about the the season was the returners. Mm-hmm. Uh like the yeah. microscooping of it all. Scoopin, I'm not a big Russell fan. I mean, like, it, it's not like I dislike him. It, he just doesn't really do much for me. And then Penner, I know I know that you guys love him, but uh like he's he's like, yeah, like I enjoy Penner, but I would like someone who has, you know, a little bit stronger of a track record. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he kind of messed up a, a few different times, which which is fine. It makes it entertaining and everything like that. It's it's more it's more the other two returnees
1: that I wasn't too jazzed about going into the season. To defend Production though they brought back people who were medevaced, not people who were necessarily going to be fantastic second timers. Just like yeah. you get to you get to finish your story.
2: I like the flawed ones more than that. And and I will say if I ranked every captain ever, which we could do now because we've all seen every captain season at this point. We have. Uh, Penner's my favorite captain. Ooh. But,
0: and 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 maybe that's the thing is that maybe they're too like not not Penner, but the other two. Maybe the other two are too flawed because you mm. know if Russell keeps going through like. We already saw that scoopin had zero chance to win if Russell was near the end I think there's a decent chance that we would be saying he would have very little chance to win I just don't think he has anything other than you know some social game but and and even then in the first episode or the first first couple episodes we saw that maybe he doesn't even have that sure want to go through the rest of your ranking yeah sure uh, after Philippines it goes Borneo Australia South Pacific. Guatemala, Fiji, Panama, Africa, Samoa, Cook Islands, Nicaragua, Gabon, Marquesas, One World, All Stars, Redemption Island, and Thailand. All right. Well, that's where we are right now, and we'll, we'll keep going. Um, But that is Survivor Philippines, folks.
1: Um, a great time, Love and it. one of the most, it, it almost feels scripted because of all the storylines so that fun. got baked into uh, it. And I got a new number one. Absol- seasons
2: in, I, got, I got a new first placer.
1: And it's fun to hear it from with context from you because you saw it in real time
2: dude live this was so fun you know because i was out on my own for the first time this was my first semester of college i was just on my own watching survivor and it was just such a fun season i was having a great time at college and it was just the best wonderful wonderful time so we're going to be taking a a little break here because we're, we're recording this on february 2nd march 1st is the the premiere of season 44 so it like we'd have to crunch a little bit to get 26 in.
1: Well, and we honestly, let's just we, we can just be transparent here. So, I get 2 weeks with a kid and my wife in grad school to watch half of a season yep. and take my notes and show show up prepared for a podcast. Exactly 4 weeks from yesterday is the premiere of season 44 of Survivor. So, we would be pushing up the schedule to try and get it done. I don't want to do that because I don't know if I can find the time and I don't know if I would be able to give you guys my best self. So this is purely a logistical thing. It's not for any other reason, but I will also say my wife has a lot to do in grad school this month. So this is her like
2: hell semester of grad school. This
1: is going to be her worst half semester of grad school because two of her classes are acting like summer courses. For those of you out there familiar, basically just condensed with the same amount of material. So... I am basically on full child and house duty right now.
2: So, uh, we decided we're just going to take the rest of February off. And then, so the next thing, so you'll be hearing this like about two weeks before the premiere of 44. And then we'll be doing 44. And we're going to save doing our Twenty Six Caramoan podcast until the summer. The summer. So, uh, next up will be 44. And then we'll do Caramoan um which is the last season Derek has not seen.
1: Yep, and so the, for those of you who are still here with us in the summertime when we go through that, I will be officially inducted as a Survivor superfan yep. at that time. Well, the graduation Ooh, we should ceremony. have a ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> so 26 Caramon. that's a fans
2: favorite season. So 10 of these people obviously you'll have seen again. So I'm really excited to do like our dream like favorites cast who we put on.
1: Yes. Um, and 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 you know and if you want to uh, follow along at home. Come with your list from uh, season seventeen and onward. On, and onward. Sixteen and onward. Was sixteen was the first so,
2: so so ten people from sixteen through twenty five. Yes, yep. Um five men, five women, but they've only played the one time. That's that is the stipulation, and no winners. can't pick any winners. So that that's go ahead and do yours. We're gonna do ours before we start that one, figure out who'd be. And uh, versus the new ten fans. Uh Derek, you've seen ten of these people play before. Total. Wow, that's a lot of people.
1: But it makes sense. Yes. Because, you know, they're favorites. Uh, you have not seen any of the fans. That's that's insane to me, yep. though. That means none of them come back ever. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we're currently in the current canon. 26 is the earliest
2: season in the run to never have, like, a first-time player from that cast play again.
1: Wow. Earliest one.
2: It used to be Guatemala until Danny came back for 40. But now it is Caramoan. Wow. That's crazy. Now, that makes the fans sound bad. And that's mostly true, but they're not all bad. <laughs> they were There's bad couple the first time, on, too. <laughs> they, they, that's fair, but there are a couple fans on, on Six I do like. So, yeah, it's not a great season. Some people really like it, though. Maybe you'll be one of them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I liked Nicaragua. And yep. A lot of people aren't high on that one. So just got to stay optimistic.
2: I will say this. If I had to rank every pre-merge in Survivor history, the worst pre-merge of all time is 26.
1: Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, you're in for the worst pre-merge.
1: Well, stay tuned for that, everybody.
2: Yeah, last place pre-merge. The post-merge gets better significantly, but man, that pre-merge sucks. <laughs> so prepare yourself for that. But next time you hear from us, it'll be season forty-four coverage. So get hyped for that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Castaway Pod, on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Um, maybe we'll get MySpace. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, we'll
1: be one of uh, we'll be one of the top eight. Anything else, guys? Nope. Just, again, big thank you to everyone. I feel like every time we get to a section where we're coming to the end of a rewind and getting back into a live, I just want to thank the people who follow us, who listen to us. And our numbers have never been higher, which, again, is super exciting. You guys love the rewind, and so we're going to keep doing them. Yep. We have until uh, up up through Season 38, and we're going to keep cranking them out. So Hell yeah. That's why we're doing it. Yeah, thank you. Reach out whenever, and we'll have a conversation about literally any topic. Yeah, if you're listening to
0: this nearing the start of 44, we try to be pretty active during the season, so feel free to reach
1: out whenever. All right, this has been the Cast Consultants. Got nothing else for you. Good night.